Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. For destruction. Here's motorcycle smashing, back cracking, bone crunching, neck choking rampage has opened the ghastly gate for the man who would not, could not stay down. WCW World Champion Hulk Hogan has crossed over to the dark side to take on the evil powers in their own eerie world. Shudder to think about their monster drugs locked up in a sumo-style showdown. If survival is possible, they will then be hauntingly close when they see each other eye-to-eye inside the fortress called the Ring. It will happen before your very eyes here at Halloween Havoc 95. Welcome everyone! It's the Cultaholic Classic Nitro watch-along! What? I know. Happy Christmas. I'm Tom Campbell. I'm with Dance Dad, Sam Driver Revolution, who is to my left and most people's left. And we do it. It's been weeks. It's been weeks, Tom. <laughs> Finally, we get to see what happens when first the man becomes the monster and then the monster becomes the man. And to become one. <laughs> uh, we are here. Uh, first of all, chin chin, happy days. Chin chin. Merry Christmas. Merry Forgot Christmas. my jumper. We'll try and remember it in a later video but you know hell of a week i thought i was a week ahead you know yeah i uh, i came in yesterday usually i work i work uh like tuesday saturday i thought it was strange to see you yesterday yeah we're recording this on a tuesday night by the way yeah so i i I was like shitting it this weekend i don't know what it was it just i think i've just been so stressed like thinking about you know because christmas for us is always like we've got to get so much done before we leave um, it's full tilt at Christmas, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's, it's, I, I for some reason I was a week ahead in my head, and I was like, "Well, fuck, I'm I'm off from you know Saturday afternoon. That's it. I'm gone, and I, I'm gonna have to come in, and I'm gonna have to do all." And I came in, did a load of shit, stayed late, got it all finished. Like, okay, well, that's a good that's a good two videos off the slate. I've only got like four more left to do this week, and then I, and then today, Pachiti was like. Uh, I, I was saying, oh, somebody else is gonna have to take the last of these two edits because. Um, I'm going to be off from Saturday. And he was like, no, you're not. And I was like, what? And he was like, it's the 7th. I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> so I was just like, fuck. Your head even, is so I like didn't even, I didn't even check. I didn't even check our, uh, our holiday management system. Like I could have just logged into that and seen straight off. 
and gone but away. No. Yeah. But I've in, in in a good way, I guess. I've I've got a shitload of stuff. Yeah, done. I was going to say the, so, the the silver lining here is make you ahead of the curve. Yeah, so I I've got kind of a more relaxed week heading into the cultaholic Christmas party TM. Oh, that's the dream. I am going to destroy you <laughs> at uh <laughs> At, the uh, end. Say no more than that. <laughs> at point blank. Oh, or at, oh, there's so many. I think you've got time crisis. I'm so excited. The Christmas party is Genuinely tomorrow when you hear wait. this. Yeah, it's when tomorrow. you hear this, it's tomorrow. But for us, it's the end of the week. Yeah, it's, it feels and it feels like a long way away yet, doesn't it? I've, we've still got quite a bit. I've, I've still got quite a bit to record this week. I've done something similar to you where I've just kind of gone, I'm sure this is the last week before it all kicks yeah. off. And I've gone, oh, I, actually, it's I don't know what happens right. to us when December just ticks over. All of a sudden, it's not the first, it's the 10th. And you're like... Ugh! And it we've becomes... been caught out so many times before where I'm sat there going, oh, well, I'm just going to have to stay until midnight and get this done because we need why. to get it done. Mm. <laughs> so I've been ahead of the curve this year out of, I don't know, a weird chemical imbalance mm. just going, you need to sort this all out. <laughs> Save us, basically, the, this office around Christmas time looks like the McAllister family at the start of Home Alone. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that. Yeah, yeah the, the Christmas decorations severely need to go up. Well, this is all that is decorated. Do you know right what? Now. We We're are missing the tree in the other Well, office. we got a bit of the tree here. But um, <laughs> it's going to need some severe fluffing. It's going to need some severe rest of tree. What the fuck are they done? That's, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Go get the tree. Go get the tree. We'll start Halloween having in a minute. No rush. <laughs> right, prep yourselves. Just... Brace yourselves right, okay. for the cold it's, it's Christmas tree. Okay. That's the tree. <laughs> that. Do you know what this is? <laughs> This is the base of a Christmas tree. <laughs> that looks like flowers you'd give to a loved one. <laughs> now it's broccoli. Now, uh, <laughs> why have they... Okay, yeah, the tip of the tree's in there somewhere. They could have just taken that, but... That's that's very peculiar. Get back on it. Why have we... Get my headphones back on in a minute. We've just got the top of the tree. We, well, you've got more of a tree in this office than we've got in other office. I know, we need to get them all set up. We need yeah. to get it all fucking sorted. I'm just... This week, if I can get my edit done tomorrow early, mm. I'm just going to be that right Christmas mode, motherfuckers. Can, can we not do that? Come on. <laughs> can we not do it like the Santa does in Christmas Chronicles, where like he just magics all the Christmas decorations up at the end of the film? Spoiler, by the way. Oh, fucking. Oh. He's good in that. Is, um, what's his chops? The Santa in Christmas Chronicles. The actor, his name's fallen out of my head. Christmas Chronicles. I've never heard of it. It sounds like it's, it's a hallmark. Oh, it's the no, it's, no, no. It's a Netflix one. It's a Netflix one. It stars That's Kurt Russell not... as Father Christmas. It's great. It's really good. Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. Sign me the fuck up. Yeah. I was about to be like, it sounds like one of those hallmark movies. Which don't get me wrong. I can oh, sit and watch shit. the hallmark channels, you know, all day. They're terrible films. They're good, terrible. Fucking terrible. And it's always oddly specific. It's like a lower middle manager that works for a marketing agency that makes plastic cutlery moves to a small town when she has to go home and care for her ailing uncle. And she meets a man who changes her whole perception about her job. And it's always like that sort of story. Or it's a guy meets a woman who changes her whole, his whole perception about his job. And they're all the same. But I live in the big watch, city. I don't watch, want this small that's country it. Why am I here? In the, yeah, that's it. So, like, I'm... I, I'll sit and watch like 20 hours of The Bastards. Nice. It's the same film <laughs> over and over again, but Christmas, man, Christmas. Oh, and there are people listening to this that don't celebrate Christmas, so um, enjoy. just have a happy holiday. Enjoy whatever you, you do. Know? Enjoy yeah. the fact that the shops are shut for the day and you can just stay in your pyjamas. Yeah, get some good takeout, though. If you can get takeout, get some mm. good takeout and enjoy it. Good shout. And It's a Wonderful Life is just always a good watch. You know, it's, it's just one of the greatest films ever made. 
But Frank Capra is a <laughs> oh, And Die Hard is also a very good Christmas film. Yes, it is. That's... Thank you for confirming. Because there are people sat here right now going, no, it's not. Oh, uh, and, uh, and essentially, I've had this argument out. I had it out with, at the old place, um, one of like the, the film writers. We got into this very big discussion about it. And it was like, it's a fucking Christmas movie. No, it's not. It's like, it is a Christmas movie. He's going to get his wife to get home for Christmas. There's fucking sleigh bells in the soundtrack. It's Christmas. It's set at Christmas. The whole concept is he's going to reunite with his family at Christmas. It's true. Just come out to the coast. We'll get together, have a few. La- oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> yippee ki Father Christmas. Merry Christmas. That famous That's the line. line. <laughs> Ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. It's a Christmas film. I refuse. I, I just refuse to accept that Die Hard isn't. It is the, I wouldn't what? say the greatest because, you know, it's a wonderful life. But it's definitely the greatest, you know, action Christmas movie. Unless you're talking, I don't know, Santa Claus is good. Christmas Chronicles is quite action great. I'll have to give, I mean, it's got Kurt Russell in it. Yeah. I don't. wouldn't expect anything Don't else. watch the sequel. It's shite. Oh, it's awful. Is it just called oh. like more Christmas Chronicles? It's just called Christmas Chronicles 2, and it's just bad. Oh. The first one's definitive. Um, never since, uh, for the second time, probably in your life, uh, you are about to experience something that could also be uh, Halloween-based. Not since the nightmare before Christmas have the two parties emerged so well, because it's Christmas time, and we're watching Halloween Havoc. That's right. This watching... is Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> they just do all that, and then it's just me going, Havoc. At the end. <laughs> that's, that's it. The truck's fighting on the roof. <laughs> Yet walking out is the proof. But this that's... is it. This is it. it. It's an exciting pay-per-view. We're going to watch Hulk Hogan murder a man on live television. <laughs> we certainly are. Well, it's friend. not television. That's why he's allowed to do it. It's basically Halloween Havoc 95 is the most watched snuff film of all time. <laughs> Do you know what? I think you might be onto something there. I genuinely, I you know, I I think that's what's happening. I think I think that's what this is. I think that maybe Paul White had a twin brother who came back to avenge him. Oh, maybe that's what. That's but, you know, they, it's, it's never quite established. Is that the roadside or the waterside? We'll get to there in a bit. Mm. Uh, because we're watching this Does and you're watching matter? this with us, and um, we're doing this after hours, so we have beers and pizza is arriving at some point. That's right. I like doing watch-alongs with you. Yeah. This is the right way to do yeah, it. Yeah, just get a bit pissed. This was Sam's idea. This is a great that's idea. That's what you do when you watch wrestling, right? Yeah. Stay up till 4am and, and, and just have a shame meal and get drunk. I normally get drunk and, and watch get, wrestling on my own. Yeah, but you so get drunk. Quite and nice. The thing is, you're like, oh, I'll have a nice couple of relaxing beers. And then you're like three cans deep and you're starting to get a bit tired. <laughs> it's like my plan has worked against me. <laughs> I have been fooled again. So at God some point. Damn you, Anhauser Bush. <laughs> if you're watching on the Patreon uh, and if you're listening on the podcast feed at some point, one of us will disappear to go and collect the pizzas, which are, uh, according to the order tracker, out for delivery. Ooh. So that'll be a. That's exciting. I don't even know what you ordered. Uh, I just ordered two pizzas. Nice, just so, just random um, sort of Hello, meaty Domino's. one and a vegetable-y one. Oh, nice. It's all Hello, right. Domino's. Can I have two pizzas, please? Yeah. Click. Exactly. It's as Italian as Chef Boyardee. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Send us two. Lucky dip. Bye. You've seen the pictures of mankind on, uh, I think he's on, is it Ellis Island? You know where the Statue of Liberty is? Mm-hmm. And he's got his little Chef Boyardee can and he's in full gimmick. It's, oh. it's fucking, it's brilliant thank you but <laughs> thank you to adam warrington by the way who um was a patreon who uh, we did an episode of desert island graps together yesterday at time recording mm-hmm. and uh he is sending us some chef boyardee ravioli oh 
so that's exciting. In yeah. his words, it tastes rank. So I'm even more excited now. This is it. Yeah, it, it's like pillows, like lovely, soft, pastry pillows. Wanky full of, pillows. Full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Chef Boyardee is just dropping deuces in that. You know he Chef is. Chef Boyardee, don't. Am I yeah. right? <laughs> Chef Boyardee did not like how corporate that, that business became, you know. <laughs> Chef Boyardee's out for revenge against the corporation. <laughs> if you're going to accidentally eat some of his fecal matter, you know, you're just kind of, you're caught in the crossfire a little bit. Stick it to the man, man. Yeah. Stick it to the man. We're going to watch Halloween Havoc with you. We're going to press a go on Halloween Havoc any 1995. More, any more, more poo talk, anybody? Last call for poo talk. Last call for poo talk. No. Cool. I think we're gold. I and find gold. Halloween Havoc on your WWE Network device or on Peacock right now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Halloween Havoc 1995. It should be two hours, 40 minutes. October 29th, 1995, if you can see the dates. And on go, we will press play in three, two, one. Go! Good luck, everybody. Right. <laughs> oh! Motown. Holiday in. 1995. <laughs> I love it already! <laughs> this is Hold the on. <laughs> oh, I can barely hear it. Oh, let me turn it up say, for you. Whack it up a let bit. me... How's that for I you? Just, that's great. I just need to hear it. Say the line, motherfucker. Say the line. Or at least we know he's there. God, not Kevin. Not Kevin. Evil Kevin. What is that? If I fucking did that in a video, it would fly. Because we've got that kind of shit chic style going on. This is a pay-per-view. The PlayStation was out. <laughs> they didn't say the line. No, they'll say it eventually, probably. Oh, no, the moon's in there with them. Oh, no, the moon. No, oh, there's a witch. Oh, God. The kit. The gravity is going to... Oh, shit. Oh, they're on top of Kobo Hall. Son of a kitch. This is amazing. Where are the crowd? Oh, that's right. They're lost in the fog of what doom. Is, what is it? The fuck? 
mean? It looks like the Tato Man had discovered crack. What was that? Oh, this is oh my god! It looked like the Tato guy had just really gone off the deep end a bit. <laughs> Full disclosure: I've never watched Halloween Havoc 1995 through. So this oh, is new. Oh, holy shit. You are in trouble. Oh, holy right. shit. Uh, so the stars are bright. I do apologize. If you're not a fan of our swearier aspects, uh, this is, this is, we're getting drunk. So we're getting it, battered. Yeah, Fuck that. They're getting ready. They're getting, they're learning how to do a drive. <laughs> it's amazing though, because you'd swear when you actually watch the match that they're not driving. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, they're driving! So yeah, we, we, we're seeing them charge at each other a little bit. Uh, it's not going to be quite that dramatic when we get there, though. You will, you will find out. You watched that bit and you went, it's not going to be that dramatic. No, no, but you, you watch that bit as a that. kid. You watch that bit and you go, holy shit, they're going to fucking smash into each other with just monster trucks and I'm so excited. explosions and all that. Because they're like properly untethered charging at each other. But when we get there... It's going to be absolutely... I'm so excited. Oh, we got some flying Brian. So it's it, like the undercard apparently is pretty hardcore. It goes well. Yeah. Because WCW are really good at the undercard. Yeah. You, they you know, nail you, the you gotta, undercard. You've got to keep... They, they, as much as we joke about it, the where the fuck's Hogan? Hogan, you know, we always need to know where he is and all that business. They're good at peppering enough of that through the show for the super casual fans, but then punctuating it with actual exciting things. I think like, that I think the Domino's Pizza people may know that we're watching wrestling because you know how they have that quirky app yeah. that shows you how their orders doing. Yeah, and it goes bleep bloop. They've said, "Is that a thigh slapper or what?" Vince oh, will be livid. Oh no, <laughs> Vince will be livid. I do love the Saturday night set. Oh, it's the best, isn't it? It is just the best. So, are we getting Johnny? Are we getting a bit of? Uh, Oh, we're getting we're getting a recap, yeah, getting of, a recap of Saturday night. I thought we were gonna get a, an extra. It looks show. like it looks like a um like a a set you'd see on Red Dwarf or something, doesn't it? Mm. What a callback! I love their shows at Disney. The aesthetics, yeah, of that crowd. It's, and I just this, like, like I would run a show like there's that. There's something to be said about studio wrestling, and it, and it is like when you have that kind of level of footfall, like the TNA style thing, where it's you know just come along, get a free ticket. But yeah. you know, I don't think I don't know if that was that way back then. But it, there's something about having that control. Oh, there were free tickets because like I remember well, back with WCPW, there was a point where I think it was like, well, how amazing would it be if we could just have a venue? That, you know, we could just set up in, and 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 I think it was kind of being toyed with, but it would have never have, uh, you know, I I think it, it just wouldn't have grown if if we'd kind of done that. But it didn't work out for whatever reason. But yeah, to have a controlled environment, I remember us all just sitting there being like, yeah, because we just set the lights up once, we set the stage up once, yeah, we do all that once, and then we can focus on everything else. <laughs> so the story here has been amazing. He had a flat tire. So so he was meant to get a title shot at Sting, but obviously Brian Pillman had to fill in because Johnny V. Bad had a flat tire. And I wonder how he got he that flat tire. Oh, it. no. Hold on. Those and this. Listening aren't going to understand what's happening. Well, well, what's happening is the screen art behind us has gone off. So if Sam's going to turn the volume up, just briefly turn the volume up and it will save you having to go into the oh, data you menu. You just click play. Oh, there you oh, go. No. Oh, wait, does it, does it play through? We're going to find out. <laughs> You're going to see all our shows all at the same time. Yeah. Fit to screen. 
Ah, just leave it as it is. It'll let's, bounce back. Yeah, let's just leave it like it is. Let's leave it on play. Put design graphics on in the background. If it would have changed over. It'll change over to something. Let's just hope it doesn't change over to Love Quest. <laughs> I hope it does. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's there. You go. It is changing. So I do need to take it back. Sorry, everybody watching this. This is this is the giveaway. <laughs> Not Desert Island. Gra no. Uh, so the <laughs> <laughs> a Sam, a Sam quickly, toys. Tiger Mask for a Dynamite Kid. <laughs> Pause. So we were, so we're, we're getting to our show. So there's the story behind. <laughs> the story behind us. <laughs> Elvis lives. That's fucking right. He does. Is there a Jim Crockett one as well? Which is weird. Now he's no longer with. Yes. Um, but there I was a Crockett one. Um, so we're getting DDP versus uh, Johnny Bavard. Yeah. Because um, Johnny B. Bad, as it, as it figured out, he had his tyres punctured yeah. on the way to the venue. And it was and DDP that did it. Johnny B. Bad gun. He's got his bad blaster. Scumbag. DDP. Who are you? Who, what are you going to do, eh? What are you going to do? Oh, I love that tarantula. <laughs> I like how. It's, are <laughs> you, are you not trash, in awe? Man, I love it. Are you not in awe of the graphical integrity in this in this? I've, I've said so this. Far. I've said this for a long time. If I ever had the money, right, I would run a wrestling promotion oh. at like a local level. Cultolic wrestling confirmed. No, no, but I, I, I would literally. I'd buy '90s cameras. I'd get everybody '90s gear. Say I was like worth a hundred million dollars. And I, I, it wasn't an issue, and I could run a show at a loss. But like, I would get like a '90s ass looking ring, a '90s ass looking set. Give everybody a '90s ass gimmick. Get them all 90s ass gear and pretend it's the 90s, yeah. but like the early 90s, and then slowly transition it into a bit more of an attitude thing. But start off with, you know, like this type of ring and just oh, that kind of thing. I, I just, I love the aesthetic of it all, like the, the shit graphic layovers. But the one thing I was going to say is like the attention to detail on kind of the feel of shows is something I think WCW did really, really well. And WWF would go on to do it. WWE, obviously, mm. uh, would go on to do it. But, like, you know, you remember, the like, the backlash hooks and you remember all that. But WCW, it was just next level. Like, you saw the whole entranceway there. There's, yeah. There's dry ice. There's, like, aged-looking polystyrene, like, stone pillars. And, and there's a graveyard. And it's just quirky and kitschy. But it works because it's wrestling. It, it's... Lush. They I were ahead. It. They were very much. You know, I know the phrase is a bit of an and, old one. Ahead of the time. That's what I would have as well. I wouldn't have a big video wall. I would have like forty TVs, forty fat back TVs that each require a transit van to transport. <laughs> and I'll pile them up and make them into one big screen. But this, like, I'm like, oh no! Oh, it's a What's trick. He doing? That's oh, cool. DDP, you are going to Johnny B. Badville. That is cool. Oh, right hook, right hook, right hook. So who was the fake Johnny B. Bad? I'm, I'm inquiring minds want to know. I think the last time I watched this was probably like when I was about 11. So honestly, all I really remember is the uh, the big, you know, the, the big takeaways, which we'll get to in a bit. Do you want some uh, some things, some things from pre-show, some pre-show notes? Yeah, go for Before it. we get into it. Okay, so. Um, yeah, we're in the undercard here. Oh, there you go. So. So uh, last night, WCW has taped several hours of footage for the Monster Truck Brawl, which we saw there. Yeah. Uh, Dave Meltzer says they actually had two Monster Truck drivers doing the driving, had Hogan and Giant inside the truck faking it like they were driving. What? You will see it. You'll see it. It's it's quite uh, brilliant because they're going like, like I'm, I'm mimicking driving for audio listeners. Uh, <laughs> and there's a guy next to them in all black 
Matt's just doing the actual <laughs> driving. One of the matches for tonight is already changed. Okay. Uh, it's not Stone Cold Steve or Austin sadly, versus The Rock, is it? Sadly not. They're not no. doing it. They're not doing Stone Cold they and fired The Rock. Them. Oh my God. <laughs> they were going to do Randy Savage versus Kamala. Okay. Kamala, yeah, two that. days ago, was told you're losing to Savage. Kamala went, fuck that, am I? Kamala has quit WCW. <laughs> he didn't want to lose to Savage, so he's gone. Uh, Giant Gonzalez. <laughs> so a new oh, opponent yeah, to be announced. Yeah, Giant, Giant Gonzalez, Gonzalez got to the US. So we didn't see him at no, Nitro. We, we saw t- I should have brought toilet paper in with me. Should have wrapped uh, me up. We, yeah. bought, we saw Ron Reese as the Yeti! Um But Gonzalez was due in the US. He yeah. got into the US fine. However, uh, he was promptly hospitalized with numerous physical problems. And, and according to Dave Meltzer, has gone able. <laughs> So he's in the country. He's been to hospital. No one can find him. So the night before this pay per view, they called Ron work? Reese nah, and gone. That. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ron Reese is like in the bandages. Yeah, yeah, yeah buddy, in the bandages. I'm Reece, sorry. Twenty four hours for this show. Reese was chilling out at home, and they said, "Yeah, can can you fly down to Detroit?" What a hero though. Oh God, like, yeah. Straight up, Ron, stepping like, up. Props to Ron Reese for doing that because it's obviously a gimmick that I don't think anybody'd really want to be saddled with, knowing that you're going to be in all the bandages or whatever. No, but like. To, on that short notice and yeah you'd be getting paid for it and yeah you know you don't turn down work or whatever and yeah you've got to be available but like to actually go you know what yeah okay I'll come down I'll do it knowing that it's probably a one shot done because this guy's disappeared well apparently according to Meltzer the, the, from now on Ron Reese is the Yeti oh okay so he's been told you're the Yeti now sweet because we, we can't find Gonzalez got him um, I can't wait till we get to uh, to like 99, 2000, 2001 when we get Berlin and the Wall. Oh. I'm buzzing for that. I can't wait. And you know why I'm buzzing? Why? Because the Wall's bit. real name. It's how it's pronounced. I never knew how it was pronounced, but it's 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 like T U I T E. So you think it's like tweet? Yeah, yeah. Your instinct is tweet. I, I I hear it. I hear it on podcasts. It's like yeah. So Jerry Toot, and it's like it's pronounced Toot. His surname is Toot. Oh, bless That's like him. the cutest surname ever for such a massive guy. Jerry Toot. <laughs> I'm Jerry Toot. Um, 13,000 people in the building tonight. 7,000 paid. They made just shy of $140,000 on the... Uh, on the gate. On the gate, so... Yeah. Uh, and they paid... And, and, you know, and it was... You know, they're in Detroit, so they papered it quite a bit. Just go, yeah. come and have some free tickets. Um... We've already seen the second best match of the night, or the crowd live have, because we had some pre-show matches. Yes. Eddie Guerrero beating Disco Inferno in a one-and-a-half-star affair. Paul Orndorff beat Renegade. I wonder who was to blame for that one-and-a-half stars <laughs> in that match. I'll give you one fucking guess, Gilberti. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking looking yeah, at you. yeah. Don't like Gilbert. He was mean to me. I was uh, mean to everybody. Know, but, but what's I, he ever done? But I, <laughs> fair point. <laughs> exactly. Got squashed by Goldberg. Orndorff beat Renegade. In fairness, as I've said before, he was a very. Uh, as a kid, I hated him. Like he was a very but that, good. Heel. I guess that was the point. Wasn't yeah, it? but you like, meant that, to hate. But it, you know everything that's happened since he, he, he has had uh, quite a few words to say about us. So fuck him. But, yeah. Uh, but like fuck all the it, way it's, off. It's it's um. It's got to be said that Disco Inferno, as a kid, it was like, oh, I just want somebody to beat the fuck out of you. And it would happen every time, and you'd be like, yeah! And that it, was know, it. You, you got such a reaction out of seeing it, because you just hated him interrupting everybody, as we've seen. And, and it worked. They gave us the yeah. payoff of, like, watch this guy get battered. Yeah, so, you know. Benoit and Malenko have beaten Stephen Regal and Bobby Eaton in a three-and-a-half-star match. Yeah. 
and Craig Pittman beat uh, former IRS VK Wall Street in a quarter start affair. Did Craig Pittman uh, like crawl down to the ring commando style? <laughs> of course he did. That's his sh- And then crawl back up, and then he comes down on a zip wire. And then he goes back up on a zip wire, and then you see footage of him getting carried off on like an attack helicopter. And then he comes back like with a Humvee, just bursts through the doors. Just keeps on coming back. <laughs> Different army tropes. <laughs> uh, do you want some facts about the Joe Lewis Arena? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Well, sorry, it's the uh, it's Cobo Hall, isn't it? Cobo right? Hall. Well, Cobo Hall is yeah. where they're doing the thing from, but they're in the oh, Joe Lewis Arena the Joe tonight. Arena, but... Cobo's over the way. Oh, okay. Joe Lewis the, Arena. we're in the Cobo Hall. No, no, no. Joe Lewis Arena is where yeah. we're at. Uh, it's the home of the Detroit Red Wings mm-hmm. from the NHL, the Pistons from the NBA, and the Rockers from the uh, the NPSL, the soccer team. I don't know much about NHL. Uh, I really want to get into it, but I do know that I, I like the Red Wings. Like, just their jersey. And so it's like, yeah. But I, I think I'm a Maple Leafs boy. Hold that thought, because I think our pizzas are around. Oh, no. Right. Hello. Are you wanting me to pause, or should we just carry on? I'll just, I'll just carry on. I'll do some play-by-play, guys. Uh, outside about where, sorry? Oh, okay. I know you're near Boyle. Yeah, I know where you are. Uh, yeah, I can I can come out and meet you now. Not a worry. Oh, I'll look for you. Cheers. Thank you. Pizza's here. Nice. I can get our pizza. Well, if you want to go grab it, I'll I'll try and just comment on the match. And then I'll come back with some pizza and some yeah. more facts about the Joe Lewis Arena. <laughs> it's amazing that when you look at like uh, just for the viewers there, like it's amazing when you look at DDP for being somebody who, as we've said before, started so late in the business. But just took to it like a duck to water and then just built on it and built on it and built on it and just didn't rest on his moral. Like he, he just straight up went for it with the express goal of being a star wrestler and he achieved it. It's crazy. But Johnny B. Bad as well is somebody who like apparently when uh, they wanted to sign him to WWF, Vince didn't understand. I think he didn't own the Johnny B. Bad gimmick from what I've heard in a load of podcasts. So we got Mark Mero, which ultimately they dropped the ball with him pretty hard. I guess, you know, he had a, a, a he was part of the brawl for all. But when he got powerbombed by Sable, when he took the Sable bomb, it was kind of, I think at that point, Steve Austin refused to work with him. And it was just a bit of a mess. But he's doing well now. He's like a motivational speaker and just cracking on. Still got like a million dollar smile, though. Motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, the ref getting right in his face there. Is DDP... Oh, shit. Is DDP wearing, a, like, a Kiss-inspired... I know it's not. It's it's a diamond. It looks like the old-school kind of Kiss colors, though, like the black, orange, yellow. And they're in Detroit. Oh, I hear a Tom. Oh, I see a pizza. Oh, I see another pizza. Oh, God, here we go. I like how Christmas it's both like work really hard and also take your foot off the gas at the yeah, same time. Yeah, work really hard but eat loads of shit. <laughs> what a nice pizza man. <laughs> prompt. He was so horrible. <laughs> he was prompt and friendly and wished me a Merry Christmas. Oh, lovely. So I wished him a Merry Christmas too. So I don't know how you want to do this. We're going to... Ah, stick him in the middle. Yeah, shall we... Hope you're having pizza at home. Yeah, you better be having pizza, otherwise you're not allowed to actually watch this. Yeah, but you have to stop watching yeah, now. Right now, turn away. 
Get away. So we got something meaty, something veggie. <laughs> nice. Right, Mitch, make sure that's not too visually disgraceful. That's fine. No, we're good. We're good. That's lovely. That's I'm going to get so drunk. Oh, best Happy Christmas, everybody. <laughs> uh, Joe Lewis Arena yes. hosted Survivor Series 1991. Mm -hmm. They returned in 1999 and 2005. Okay. So this is the arena where Austin gets run over. Oh, shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's definitely on the card, guys. He's definitely <laughs> on the card, guys. He's definitely... Oh, no! What so, happened? So Kamala is only this, the first person to no-show a show at the Joe Lewis Arena. <laughs> the most infamous arena moment, it is here where Nancy Kerrigan was attacked by associates of Tonya Harding oh, in the ice skating. Really? Where she got clattered with the yeah, baton. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's here. Happened wow. Here. Mm -hmm. Um... I hope you enjoy the sound of people eating on your podcast because this is either going to be a treat for you or your worst nightmare. Yeah, I'm trying to eat away from the mic. <laughs> I'm going to eat into it. <laughs> so take out whichever headphone is uh, for each of us. <laughs> so um, be bad and DDP is happening. Both men are like, for youngsters up there, but they're proof positive that it's not about actual age. I was talking about this just as you left. It's like amazing how much DDP, he just decides, oh, I want to be a wrestler. Mm. And he just does it. He just goes and he doesn't stop until he hits it. You've got some uh, pizza in your beard there, Tom. It'll be there for later. Slap the twits. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Twit with his crumbs. <laughs> this is where having a big beard is a blessing and a curse. <laughs> This I get to look devilishly handsome, but I get shit stuck in it. <laughs> That's it. And then you don't look as devilishly handsome. Oh, no. I look awful without a beard as well. How fucking chill. <laughs> look at that interruption. Look at that referee distraction. He's like, hey, ref, uh, you got five cents? I, I, my parking meter's about to run out. The ref's like, what the fuck you on about? He's like, uh, I, I, look, I'm, I'm being serious here. I've... It's the type of excuse you hear on, like, you know, like from some random guy who accosts you outside a bar. He's like, look, mate, I just need 40 pence to get home. Because, <laughs> right, I got to do it. And he's, like, prodding you. And he, he's just angry. <laughs> I'm waiting for the ref at the time that a referee is being distracted and goes, wait a minute. I know what you're doing. No, you can't be a referee if you have an IQ over whatever. <laughs> We haven't acknowledged it's the... like a universal test in the world of wrestling. We haven't acknowledged the diamond doll at ringside, who is uh, the reluctant valet of DDP. Yes. Um, who will... Pretty much every person that DDP feuds with, she will side with. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the running gag. <laughs> is that she wants to be with anyone but DDP, but is she's this, always is in this his like corner. High flight. He's just humping the mat there. Yeah. That's what he Give does. Give some of that DDD. It's a weird... Sort of faction in it, DDP. Is that Jason uh, in his corner? Yeah, and then Kimberly. Just like there's no. I, I am a big fan of like outfits matching. <laughs> He's like, I, there's it's, it's less of, of a, but it, it's less of like a, a stable, I guess, and it's more of just like a, a small group of people whose interests maybe align. Like, well, at folk. least Kimberly kind of. It's it's almost like as you said, she's being kind of dragged along with it. Mm. But um, they're like a very old marriage that yeah. she doesn't love them anymore, but she's just like, I've got nowhere else to be. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> like Peter Beardsley and his wife on the Athletic Commitments podcast. Oh, God. 
go get me some fucking boilers. <laughs> you fucking Doyle. <laughs> Sorry, Will. It's like when you hear Peter Beardsley speak, <laughs> it's so indecipherable. <laughs> like he's so broad. I'm going to have a good stare at the curtains. <laughs> One and then I'll Beardsley. say something racist. <laughs> get he fired. Did. He <laughs> did, bless him. <laughs> Don't bless him. <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> You're daft racist. <laughs> Johnny be bad. Um, at this point, think on this. I think this might be his last, possibly his last WCW pay-per-view. Right. One of his last. Because I know for a fact that he is elsewhere in April. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you're a time traveller in that. I am a time traveller. Bastard. <laughs> but we know, so at this point, we know that Vince McMahon has got eyes on this product and going... I was talking yeah. about this as well when you were gone, but Vince wanted to sign him. And um, from what I heard from Pritchard, Vince kind of thought he'd get the Johnny B. Bad gimmick mm. rather than Mark Mero. So it, it, it's this weird disconnect and Mero never really takes off in WWE, sort of because of it. Because Vince thought he was getting Johnny B. Bad. I like, mean, he, he, it's not like he's not a featured player or anything. Like, they, they try and make a big deal out of him, but it, it's the second that Sable, Sable bombs him, um, that kind of wrote his ticket, didn't it? Because Austin refused to work with him, and it all kind of devolved from there. I wonder why, though. Because, like, he... I mean, I, I can't speak for him now... But like he's a motive, like I mean him, him at this point. But like nowadays, he's like a motivational speaker. Mm -hmm. He seems like quite a well-rounded soul. Mm -hmm. So I'm surprised when you hear those stories of people going, oh, "What anything to do with him?" Well, piece of shit. It was less that. Sorry, trying not to talk in my mouthful. That's all good. Um, <clears throat> it was less. Let him offend. We're professional. <laughs> it was less that. It was more well. He just got powerbombed by a woman who's like this much weight soaking wet. Like, right. why am I working with him? Fair, right. So it's and more that, the that damage. Kind of, that kind of wrote his ticket with some of the boys because it was like, well, he's not going to beat me. Like, how can he beat me? And it, it all kind of... Yeah, From what I've heard anyway fair. on podcasts, it seems to be that that was sort of... Simply because of the, the decisions that he had made mm. in, in previous... Uh, Matches, so obviously getting power bomb, people wouldn't know. Well, Austin was really a funny onion about who he would work with. The thing family. was, as well, if I remember rightly, like Sable was getting such a huge response from the crowd that they would send Sable out at like halftime uh, during ad breaks in merch, right? And the merch she was wearing would just spike in sales. She was a big deal, she was so a like, big deal. Sable wound up being worth more to the company than Mero was, unfortunately. and and then that's, you know, that's the ultimate underline on the ticket. WWE are pretty cold when it comes to stuff like that. They just go. Yeah, it's sort of like, well, money. you're not going to cost me any more money. <laughs> See you later. And they probably wouldn't have um, entertained the idea of bringing in Reina Mero had she not come in with Mark. Yeah. Did they? Okay, it wasn't a three. <laughs> I was going to say that as a remarkably calm crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> the rollout, the most deadly finisher in wrestling, according to some. 
We need to try and watch Nick Patrick if he's on the bill tonight. Because, oh, he's um, always on the bill. Well, the da, thing da, with Nick da, Patrick da, da, is, da, 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 I don't know if, it, if he's doing it back here, but like eventually it gets to a point where he always falls on one arm flat while he's pinning. Oh. And he kind of flops like a fish as he counts. It's Nick Patrick there. I was going to say, it looked like uh, the flop. Nah, see, it's it's never like that. Like, when he it's when he goes down in like a rush. He just falls like on his side. And he's like... Is it more <laughs> because... He's just like throwing around. Is it to stop it when they make that, that sort of phantom three count that you get sometimes in wrestling? Because they've slapped the ground as they've fallen... It kind of it sounds like they've started making the count. Maybe, yeah. There's nothing more confusing than when you get that referee goes down and their hand makes a loud bang. Because it's like, oh, that was the one. And then you get two, three, four. Kick out. Kick out at four. <laughs> hand, one, two, kick out. It just, yeah, yeah it throws your brain off. Mm. But it's something that I wouldn't have considered. I wouldn't consider. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it's... um. I don't know. It, it, it could just be like his preferred way of falling. We'll never know. So, uh, I'm just, I want to see fucking monster trucks, man. <laughs> don't show me. Like, We're nearly there. She's rating him a perfect 10. <laughs> but he wears a 12. <laughs> Maybe give him a little too for me. Well, don't worry. Monster trucks will come soon because that was the one of the longest matches of the night. I was going to say, it you'll be surprised like at how it. quick we certainly, blast through certainly some of these matches. Certainly felt like it. Um, what did Dave say star-wise? I'm going to say one at a push. Three. Three? Dave was very kind to that match. Wow. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it had it had excitement, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, go out my way to seek that out again. <clears throat> now, was Tony Schiavone on for four, ga- on f- four games? Um, four brawl. I think he might have been. Because I was trying to remember whether this is the first time we've Got to hang out with Tony Schiavone. Well, so he, does, he pops he up on Nitro night, right? tomorrow night. And I think that's the first time he appears on Nitro. Mm. And we all go, whoa, Nitro, Tony. Because he's Saturday night guy, right? Yes. Yeah. So I just figure he's been on most of the pay-per-views. Because mm. Bischoff will be too busy backstage, right? Tonight, I think he will be. Yeah. And then but I'm sure he pops up for be, the... You know, descending from the roof on a motorbike. I think Bischoff pops up for the, the, the fight. Oh, here we go. So, no Kamala. We get Zodiac. Yes. No. <laughs> oh, the witch. Yes. No. 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 Just no. Go back there, Ed. Go it's back and get your enough. scissors. Look at that bitch. <laughs> it's the fucking... It's the, it's it's the, the taped off. Thing. It's the taped off unicorn spike. I just don't get this gimmick. It looks like a Lowry painting behind He's it. literally a walking Zubas. That's what he is. <laughs> Zebra, more like. Am I right, kids? He's, like, he's a walking pair of Zubas. It does Ed at this point think it's like this they is were like, fine. Ed, we'll only bring you in if you've got a fucking gimmick right now. And he looks down at his little fanny pack and he looks down at his pants and he goes, got it. Zebra man. Zebra man. I can only say yes or no. <laughs> Put me with the Dungeon of Doom, and they went million dollar idea <laughs> because Terry was halfway out the door. Sign me up. <laughs> the state of it. Farewell. A warning to Zodiac, who may not be in the Dungeon of Doom much longer. All right, come on then. Come on then. Get out of here and kick his ass. Get it done. He's livid. He was meant to be facing Kamala Snap tonight. Into it. 
So this is the beginning of, of a of a confusing old night. Yeah. For the wrestling. Mm. Because we were meant to get Savage and Kamala. And we were mm. meant to get Luger and Sting. It's Randy just posing with somebody. Who's that? I don't know. Who was that woman? That's not Elizabeth. Oh, so it's good for Savage to hang out with other women, but heaven forfend, Liz has to sit in the locker room all night. I believe, uh, I believe him and Liz are. Uh, are they done at this point? Oh, this point. what a I believe shame. he got Liz the job in WCW. Oh, as like a kind of you know friend thing. Although I don't know, they might still be together. But I I just remember hearing that um, Savage kind of. I think it was in the Dark Side of the Ring episode, but um, it was like he kind of got her a. A gig with WCW, right? As like a, you know, well, I'll just look out for you. That's nice of him to do that. If you've got the power to do it, yeah. Now this is, uh, Plus, you know, the public don't know, and public want to see Macho Man and Elizabeth, right? So, yeah, it's it's part. Whoa, hang on! Oh, look at that! It's a fan. Get out of the ring! Oh, look Get at out this! The ring. Get out of the ring! Get out of the ring! Whoa! Get out of the ring. That's amazing. Get out of the ring. She's like, screw you, Randy. Oh, my God. I'm coming to get you, Randy. She was she was going for it. That's, that's incredible. They, weren't, they, they barely stopped her. Just focus on the wrestlers. No, I want to watch what's <laughs> going on over there. Let me watch the referee wrestle the person who's trying to invade the ring. The crowd are losing their shit for it as well. And Savage is furious. Because Savage is somebody that plans out every move of the match. Meticulously. Meticulously. Yeah. I feel like this is ad-libbed. What is it like um, fucking uh, Savage Steamboat? Like, they went over it on house shows for, like, weeks. Mm. They got the whole match, like, right down to a T. And then by the time they arrived, they'd done it, like, five times. So it was like, yeah. no pressure. You know exactly what's going to happen. Until somebody gets in the ring. <laughs> Until that happens. There you go. She's still... Six security guards. She's still <laughs> flailing. Like, what was the end game there? I don't know. Hit him with a Canadian destroyer. Invent the Canadian destroyer. Oh, there we go. Savage done. over. Get out of there, Brutai. Get out of there. So now he's got a date with Lex Luger later on. Not in a romantic way. I was about to say, they're going to Miller and Carter. <laughs> they're going to get Miller. They're, they're going to get the filet. They're going to get the posh shit. They're going to get... The... <laughs> We're going to Miller and Carter. You're going to go Miller and Carter. What a what a, what a hot mess that was. Uh, what did Dave give that? Um, I'd say maybe 1.5. A dud. A dud. And, I and don't blame him. You know what? Rightly so. I'm trying to look at like the top ends of it, like conversationally, where it's like, ah, uh, maybe he would have... Maybe he would have given it that. I wonder what they were going to do. Was it going to be shorter? I feel like if anything, it was going to be shorter. Probably, because Macho Man needs... He's the Macho Man, and, and at this point, you know, people who aren't smart to it don't know that that's Brutus the Barber Beefcake somehow, and he's a low-ranking member of a heel stable. Like, he needs to be squashed like a bug. Get him gone. Yeah. Get him out of the picture. If you're not convinced that WWE looks like old WWF yet, we've just had a savage match. Cut to Mean Gene. <laughs> Ooh, another organization. Talking to a man he used to represent. Oh, so, Barbarian. <laughs> Did Jimmy Hart represent the Barbarian? No, Bobby Heenan. Was he? Jimmy Hart represented everybody. No, but he had the Jimmy Hart 
family, didn't he, of wrestlers? Yeah. In dub dub F, it was Nasty Boys, Earthquake, Hogan's mates. Earthquake. I might have been having a chat with Earthquake. No, Earthquake's already there. No, but he might be trying to arrange. <laughs> New champ. God, those belts look beautiful, brand new. They look nice, don't they? Yeah. Look at it. <laughs> it's stunning. What to you makes a good wrestling belt? Uh, gold, not being too over the top. Like, I fucking hated the spinner. I The spinner is disgusting. It's not a wrestling belt. It's a fucking belt buckle. It's awful. It's a toy. It's a trinket. It should have been burned <laughs> the second that Cena lost it. It should have went back to a standardized design. To have CM Punk holding a spinner belt like it's something off fucking Pimp My Ride. That awful. annoyed me. Awful. That annoyed me. Awful. Like, that should have been a Cena vanity title. That's all that should have been. Because mm. it fits Cena perfectly, but it stuck around. And it genuinely, I think it was part of the reason I was just like, oh my God, it's just like a big toy. Mm. Like, it's part of the reason I just couldn't take wrestling seriously for a while. But um, as pathetic as that sounds. No, but it, it's it. like... I don't know, if your title looks respectable and it looks like an actual prize that people want to win rather than like a two-inch thick spinny thing with your logo in the middle of it. Like, I don't know. I, I, I like the ornateness. Like, if you've ever seen a, um, like the Chrome Rhine Big Gold up close, just the, the proper rounded... Which one? The, the very detailed, like the original Big Gold. Oh, um, yes. It, it's so, like, rounded and perfectly formed. It's just beautiful. This is... Oh, it's like you can tell there's a lot of time gone into making that and therefore it's worth a lot of money and therefore it's a prize that people should want to win because it's, it's beautiful. You can't take your eyes off it. I like the um, the respect that the NWA title gets as a thing. Like yeah. The, the nicknames like just don't talk to 10 pounds a Yeah, just don't talk to, you know, all those promotions it was just hurled around in for what, like 25 years. <laughs> there, is, <laughs> there is that. <laughs> just... Just a little bit. I think we're kind of at this era again where we could potentially see the um, the the NWA title be what it was once more, which is a belt that travels around the indies. Like, I like that. I think the Ring of Honor championship is, it could become that as well. Uh, with Final Battle this weekend coming, I, I like the idea of Jonathan Gresham winning the belt and then you and then, think... and then representing Ring of Honor during the downtime. Yeah, but then when they come to the reset, what's going to happen? Because I think they're going to go all new. I think Gresham like, will be in the Change mix. the lineage and everything. Oh, really? I hope they don't. I like the idea the of... the lineage is cool. But I think Gresham will stay in the mix. Oh, yeah. Oh, so this is a bit of story for Kurosawa and Road Warrior Hawk. He broke his arm. Broke his arm with that quick arm break. And you can tell he broke his arm because Hawk keeps jumping on his arm. <laughs> Very rare does an arm breaker break an arm. I am. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm all for this stuff, like the flashbacks. It, it feels a lot more sporty than what we'd see now, which is, you know, grandiose video packages. Yeah. It's a so bit more rough and ready. Yeah, that's it. I quite like it. Lends more to the kind of reality. Because if this had been WWF, you'd have had that moment um, with the arm breaking, like with violin music behind, like boom, doom, like, doom, 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 like when you're watching, when you're watching uh, like football. When they show a replay of the goal being scored, it doesn't cut to like, you know, here's a song. Here's... <laughs> when you are away. And it just keeps cutting to the goal scorer going, I know I can do it. I know I'm going to do it. I will save his goal. He saved the goal. I'm... I mean, actually, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> now would... we're talking about it. 
I'm, mate, I'm there. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. One, one Premier League game directed by Vince McMahon and Kevin <laughs> Oh, I know how that would go. Every it would time be... the ball gets kicked, the camera goes, woo! <laughs> <laughs> it'd be... Um... It'd be Marcus Rashford getting injured in the first five minutes and then coming on on the 89th minute. Rashford's back from the hospital! Scoring the goal. Scores the goal. <laughs> uh, pulls a title out of nowhere. Yes. Climbs onto a turnbuckle that's just came out of the centre spot. <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle about to win their first game of the season. It's like, they're going to score a penalty. Wait, what's this? A sign's being lowered to cover the goal. It's a it's a sports direct <laughs> sign. Oh my God, it's Mike Ashley! He's Mike Ashley's here! Oh, that son of a bitch! Comes out from... <laughs> It was me, guys! It was me all along! You all bought it! The consortium was me! And you and I were partners! And he's just holding a comically large Sports Direct mug the entire time. Oh, Christ. Wrestling! Wrestling! <laughs> That'd be the that would be the twist when you when they when they reveal the the Saudi consortium that's bought Newcastle United and they take off the prosthetic mask and it was Mike Ashley all along. But it turns out Amanda Staveley's actually Ric Flair. Phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mike Ashley pulls his face off to reveal it's Vince McMahon. <laughs> Who's all like, those old rumors of Vince McMahon they buying were all Newcastle true. United were true. <laughs> I always loved when the rumours started that McMahon was buying Newcastle United. I, I was buzzing. I was like, fucking do it, Vince. Do it. Give us a show a year. That would be mm. amazing. <laughs> Just give us, you know, give me reasons How to... How hilarious would it be for Vince McMahon to run a proper sports team? This is the XFA! But, like, he, he doesn't have to manage the league. <laughs> He just handles, you know, how the team's presented. Just the just the club. You know, you're gonna have Stone Cold come out at halftime to, you know, read out the the cars that need to move. <laughs> <laughs> if you think Leighton Orient is gonna win tonight, give me a hell yeah. What? <laughs> Why Vince has bought Leighton Orient? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> If you think West Bromwich Albion are gonna win, I wanted to buy a, a like a, a, a team off the beaten track. Is <laughs> what I want. Or the referee goes like toot toot chair shot. <laughs> Match isn't over yet. <laughs> Referee's down. We need a new referee. Oh son of a bitch! It's Mike Shane Ashley McMahon comes running out. <laughs> it is Shane O'Mac Newcastle top. <laughs> oh, <God>. Still a baseball <laughs> shirt for no reason. He buys Man. He buys. He buys Man. He buys Man United. Referee goes down. We need a referee. Oh my God! It's Ollie Gunnar. He's gonna screw Man United. The way they screwed him. Oh, Colonel Rob. Oh, the Colonel's kicking off. Kurosawa with a chop. Now this match lives in in a, in a little form of infamy. Yeah. Because. Uh, Kurosawa at this point is getting quite a heavy push. We saw him batter Savage on Nitro. Yeah. So he's gonna. Come off the top rope here and miss. But Hawk is going to mount a comeback, but be distracted by Robert Parker, who was doing nothing. But it's all about what happens after the bell in this one. Okay. Uh, it kind of... It's just unnatural seeing a Road Warrior solo in it. I don't like... I, uh, they need to be a team. It's... Like, it's still, you know, it's still credible. It's still believable. It's still... It just doesn't feel right. 
Hulk had a couple of shots. He's quivering. Hulk had a couple of shots at the NWA title, if I remember correctly. When Rick Rick Flair was the champion. Yeah, but Flair's the champ. You're never winning that, are you? Mm. Not if you're a tag team wrestler. No. But 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 he was pending cr- some sort of massive upset. But was credible in the match. Mm. Samoan drop by Kurosawa. Okay. Why is Rob Parker holding his fucking Boop. foot on the rope? <laughs> so Hawks Kurosawa's fine. got both feet up on the ropes comfortably, and Parker's holding them. <laughs> yeah. But it's the way that Hawk just like, I haven't been hurt this entire match. Yeah. Kurosawa, who battered Savage, and Savage sold like a bastard oh, yeah, for yeah. Kurosawa. Hawk's like, ah, oh, fine. But Hawk's trying to be all machismo because he's had a broken arm. Mm. So he's trying to be all like, you know, showing no fear. I told you. We didn't drink new drinks, by the way. Chin. Oh. Chin chin. Happy days. Chin chin. Merry Christmas, everybody. War is over. <laughs> for now. Said Johnny <laughs> Have you watched Get Back? No, I'm kind of thinking I'm going to save it and just have Ah. like an 11 million hour day. (laughs) That's that's something nice over Christmas, over the Christmas break, to watch that. It's very good. It's very good. I've heard it's very good. So I'm looking forward to it. Mm. Uh, I'm just looking forward to seeing like how he's restored footage. Oh my God, it's, 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 it's... Honest to God, it's terrifying. Yeah. It's, the best way to describe it is it's terrifying. It looks like it was filmed last week. Yeah, it's this is frightening. The so hopefully, if in like ten years we can get one on the creation of Blue Dabba D, then you know nineties kids will be able to have something nice. <laughs> Not just those kids Lord, of the fifties and sixties. Heaven forbid we deserve it. <laughs> I want a full blown Netflix documentary on Mr. Frosty, and it better go into those oh. double, you know, double murders he did. We need a word that rhymes with fun. The double murders of Mr. Frosty. Everybody thinks he's a nice guy that just makes ice cream treats for kids. His ice cream is shit. Well, yeah, you made ice lollies, not ice cream. You put the ice under his hat. You turn the handle just like that. You squirt in a flavor that you like. He's doing fuck all other than just mashing up some ice cubes. Exactly. You do the grab some ice cubes, and then he, you know, he's all famous for that. Yeah. And he goes and murders like twelve people. (laughs) I mean, the murders. I mean, the murders are new. No wonder he's not on sale anymore. I mean, the murders are new to me. (laughs) <laughs> How, he murdered like 12 people. As it was in 12. You bring him home. He's like a Chucky doll. You put him on the bench. Kids are excited. It's Christmas morn. How do they, they wake up? Mom, Dad, it's Christmas. And there's Mr. Frosty covered in blood. Sit <laughs> with no mum and dad. <laughs> Turn my hand off. They, they just go to get the ice cream out, and it's just this weird fleshy mound of shapes. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a great horror film. That is a great Mr. horror Murder. film. <laughs> So, do you remember, do you remember Big Big Loader before we start? Big Big Loader, put it together, what do you get? The Big Big Loader construction set, Big Big Loader. No, I don't. My brother did. It's like a fucking. I remember Big Loader. Yeah, that looked fun. It was fun, but anyway, you were saying about Savage. Savage has punched his Tamagotchis. Do you remember Tamagotchis? Remember Pogs? <laughs> so they're, they're, that was the topic of conversation. They are. They are. Do you know what? Raw at the moment, the Raw review yeah. is brilliant for merch because not only are they constantly flogging Pogs on Raw, of course they'll be collectible and worth loads of money. But Survivor Series is sponsored by Milton Bradley Karate Fighters. Yeah, that's a jam, am I right? Mm-hmm. And they're doing these things every week where they're getting tag teams to face each other in Milton Bradley karate fighter competitions. That's good. Was it karate fighters that Eric Bischoff used to be peddling? 
Oh, I don't know. Back in the um, the Garnier days. <sighs> Very possibly. I've never been around for. Oh, oh actually, I don't know because I don't. I think they might have been a '90s thing rather than an '80s thing. Mm. It might be something similar. Here we go. It's Mr. JBL. Mr. JBL. Look at the spooky guy. Oh, he's just JL now. <laughs> Isn't he the guy that makes the weird the, the weird household gadget? I might look like a big purple twat, but I've got good stock tips. <laughs> Listen to it. I may look like a big purple twat, but I've got good stock tips. That famous catchphrase from John Bradshaw Layfield. <laughs> oh, John used to be so thin. <laughs> he was shit at Larry. John blocked then. me on Twitter like four years ago. So. Oh, why? You know why? Oh yeah, that thing. <laughs> I remember as a we fa as we a fan, a, we 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 spent so much time ragging on Bradshaw. Yeah, no true. wonder he fucking hates us. Sabu, yes, and the Sheik. As as a fan of the other place, which I was the original Sheik, man. Oh yeah, this is it. And but yes. then, but do we remember the conversation? He's got a fucking sword. He's got a man. Um, Bischoff said to this, said to Sabu in the run-up to this. Oh, I'm really happy the Sheik's coming in. I remember watching him face Hulk Hogan. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I've seen that shoot interview. And I've seen Sabu's response to it, and rightly so. The sure. Sheik is not like the Iron Sheik. You know, all props to the Iron Sheik. The guy was an incredible heel. The Sheik. What was the Sheik doing? The He's incredible heel. The Sheik's dead. about to get color, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but um, th like the original Sheik, like he, it, it's just go back, man, and watch because it, it's years ahead and it's mm. so violent and it's so aggressive. Yeah. That when you see Sabu's style, you just kind of you get it more. Mm. It, it, it's just this weird sort of punishing behavior. His is a lot more high-flying ultraviolet. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. The Sheik is more like, I'm going to sit there and stretch you and break every bone in your body, Stu Hart style. But, like, also while bleeding and making you die. Um, but Sabu kind of takes that and adds elements of more modern wrestling to it. Mm. But the Sheik is, like, so many big blow-off matches back in the day. One of the greatest sort of big heel, evil, strange, kind of unruly characters, like, Fascinating, utterly fascinating. So this is a good combo to have him coming out with Sabu. Oh yeah, discount Rey Mysterio <laughs> with good stock tips, and not Jerry Lynn because Jerry Lynn's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he's up to. <laughs> hey, look, a pile driver. Let's Can you imagine Lynn. if it was JBL as Mister JL? Could you imagine? I was going to say I remember as They're a just fan, being a mask and just a mustache <laughs> coming out of a limo. Yeah, I remember being a fan of the other place. Yes. Before I, I, you know, I had the pleasure to actually be counted as one here. Right. And um, I remember watching with giddy glee as, as Ross got closer and closer to JBL at that SmackDown taping. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, this is this. I'm genuinely I'm sat in this coffee shop and I'm it's like I'm on the edge of my seat here watching these see how this yeah, pans out. There was there were so many moments where like people would just be shoving John O'Clock signs in his face that it was like there's no surprise it was blocked. Like, he yeah. would have found every single one of us and blocked us all. <laughs> and that's exactly what I think he did. I think I'm, I, I think I'm just on the periphery. So I, I think... was blocked by Shawn Michaels for the longest time. I no idea why. But often the thing is we, we'll get blocked by wrestlers because somebody will be like, they'll tweet me and they'll tag me, you, Adam, 
Jack, Ross, like everybody. They'll tag everybody mm. for, who's like kind of presenting. And they go, God, Shawn Michaels is such a fucking twat, isn't he? God, he's such a prick. So we'll be, and it, and we'll just be blanket banned. And it's like, oh, why would you tweet that at me? You know he's going to fucking see it. You know he's going to block me for it. It's guilt by association, isn't yeah. it, is what it is. Yeah, I am. He's, he hasn't he hasn't blocked me, so that's all right. That's let's, good. Let's not. I, I mean, I don't, I don't follow him. I'm just excited right now. We got Jerry Lynn versus Sabu going mm. on in a WCW ring. Was she got a sighting so far? And yes, yeah, Sheik's got a scimitar. A scimitar. Look at him. You could say he's a scimitar hero. <laughs> oh no! Don't pull on the mask. That's so healing. I can't believe that Sheik threw himself into that dive earlier, holding a scimitar. He's the Sheik. That guy gets that that you know he's in on the action, man. That's his whole oh oh fireball fireball right in his face. You missed the fireball. What? Just threw a fireball in his face. <laughs> Kinda. They are so off the mark with all of Sabu's big spots, aren't they? It's because Sabu's very frenetic, I think, and half the time it'll work, half the time. Well, it's not a half and half, but it's like like eighty percent of the time the spot works out exactly as planned. 20% of the time it might go slightly wrong, but then you'll do it again. Yeah. Like he might land back on his feet and be like, okay, bounce back and then go and do the flip over the ropes or whatever. But like, I, I just genuinely think that as, as weird as this is going to be to say, because Bischoff made it so important about like the cruiserweight and the more modern, exciting wrestling styles, that it was like, you know, you need to be the car crash in the middle of my show and all this stuff. But he didn't give a shit about them, I feel. No. He just cared that people got excited. He didn't give a... It just felt like he, not so much he didn't give a shit, but like he just, so long as it was exciting, it, it felt like like that's all he needed out of it. He didn't really need long term from these guys. He just needed something to keep the crowd going. That'll be the only time we see a fireball at Halloween Havoc. <laughs> Stay tuned. Bobby just looks like he doesn't want to be there. Now, He's just like Christ read, on a bike. I read Bobby's autobiography. Yeah. And Bobby basically turned up in WCW, got offered this mm. big money, and turned up and went to all these meetings and yeah. just pitched so many ideas for stuff. Yeah, we and don't it, need that, Bobby. We just need you to talk. Exactly. And and, and initially they, they bit on a couple of them. Then how they then, would, then they gave him the to, just shut up and do your job. To Bobby the brain heenan. And then the, the most disrespectful of all when Gorilla Monsoon dies. Mm. And fuck me, like we'll get there eventually, but it is one of the most horrible things to watch. Yeah, is Bobby just wanting to say something for his former friend, mm -hmm. and it just being overruled? And it, it's like fucking hell, man. Like, you know, because there's a war that, on. But you know how much that means to him. You know how much Gorilla means to him. You know that Gorilla means so much to all fans of wrestling, not just WWF fans. Like. And it, that, when I remember reading about that, and it was like, man, that's just, it was such a, like, you can kind of rationalize it, as you said, but it, it's like, it's just such a bad call. There's a war on. Yeah. There's a right. war on. It's not a real war, is it? It's it, not it, shells at, falling. At this point, it's a war on, as yeah. far as that goes. Oh, here we go. We got King yes! Curtis. Solomon, my son! I'm sat here, Dad! I've got massive eyebrows. <laughs> Fucking hell. He's Russian, you know, the eyebrows. How are they keeping a straight face? Headphones! <laughs> Over! 
He's struggling. He's corpsing. Look at him, man. He's fucking looking off. Look at Sullivan. Look at him. He's like, he he looked off to the left there, but before that, he was literally like, the great Milky Way. <laughs> Look at him, man. He wants to burst. Look at him. As much of a consummate pro as he is, he wants to burst inside. Look at the side of his mouth. Look at his eyes. He's like, I've got no idea what the fuck this guy's saying. He's like, this is not the script I wrote. Look at him. <laughs> Pulling the lips tight together. You see in the dimple. He's just screaming in his face. God, that's got to suck for your voice, though, surely. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you can just any, it's like random fucking word generator. And here's Sullivan to explain what's just been said. But the master was literally like, Sullivan! Milky Way! Hulkamania! Monster trucks! Monster! Monster trucks! Monster trucks! Hello? Sullivan! Chad! Trifle! Egg! Marriott Hotel! Biscuits! Room 236! 420! Blaze! Sullivan just leans in and goes, 69! <laughs> I just, I think. It's weird because they mix in this mystical bollocks. It's the it's the Futurama joke about Star Trek where it's like, oh my god, the warp drives in a blah, 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 blah. And he goes, like putting too much air in a balloon. And it's like Star Trek would always have a very complex answer for something. And then somebody would jump in and explain it in simple human terms. Yes. It's like the master just goes off on one. Sullivan just pops in and goes, "Yes, so we're gonna have a monster truck match." <laughs> but that's it. I mean, like, do you, it's 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 the utter bollocks of the two meeting because it's 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 the whole concept is the moon and the Milky Way and the galaxies and the universe combined to destroy the myth of the chosen one. Oh, we're gonna have a monster truck fight. At that though. Well, who is the who look is at, the look at terrified what's on his, woman? Look at what's on his leg. What's on his leg? Look at what's on Lightning Logan's bolts. leg. Lightning bolts. And what's that going to be a main... <gasps> oh, my God! In. He's Hollywood Hogan. He's That's... all but Hollywood Hogan oh right now. God. He Man. just needs the, the two-tone beard. That's not all, mate. There's awesome wells behind him. And he needs some boots that aren't, uh, you know... I love that they wield a... Like, imagine, right, Hulk Hogan gets to the venue, rides in past the bar, down round the back through load-in, whatever. Takes it through all of the corridors. Parks his bike up in the locker room. <laughs> Black Beauty, which in, in, in and of itself is ironic, but <laughs> as we've been over several times. So she's won a Harley. She's won a Harley. Not any Harley. 
The Hulk Hogan Harley. I was trying to give me the Harley that had been crushed by the giant. That's, you, that's about the to be, bits of That's it. about to be revealed to her. <laughs> There's the keys. And then they drive that one off because not that one. She looks, it's just a pile. She looks at her and says, good luck, brother. <laughs> you and Orson Welles, dude. You're going to drive guy, off on this. You've got a guy behind him who looks like Orson Welles. Um, Rick Rubin, Hulk Hogan, name. and Captain Lou combined. <laughs> That's a lot of denim going on there. Oh, he won the Harley. Is that not just Eric Bischoff? <laughs> it kind of looks like Eric Bischoff. It's somebody drawing Eric Bischoff from memory. <laughs> is it Eric Bischoff's brother? Was it Eric Bischoff's Harley and it's, his brothers won it? It's somebody making Eric Bischoff in The Sims. <laughs> it's Eric Bischoff from the 2K creation suite. <laughs> Someone's made an Eric Bischoff that looks like that. <laughs> Why was he putting his arm around Mean Gene there? <laughs> it was like, they're lovers. <laughs> I mean, like, look at Gene, though. He's very old. You want to keep him upright. <laughs> Big shout out to whoever made me in the 2K creation suite, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> it's great. I think we're all in there. It's lovely. Ever since you can import faces, it's been a, a slow, steady decline into hell. <laughs> I showed Alex and she went, why? <laughs> why is That's been the response of like, everybody I've shown it to. I like how when people do random shit like that for me, I go, Alex, someone did this. And she goes, it means Why? so much, though. It's weird. Like Why? It's like, oh, my God, somebody took the time to do that. It's amazing. But... I don't understand. <laughs> Why? I think it's just because, like, because Alex just knows me as just, like, the dickhead that lives with her. And she'll go, Why Why are they doing that? <laughs> I don't know. She took bollocks and arrested for a bit. I told her somebody said, I told her about uh, wonderful um, Adam Warrington, who's watching this. Thank oh, you, I Adam. Thought you would... uh, who would send us some, who was sending when us some said, Chef Boyardee. Wonderful. I thought you meant, like, Wonderful. Oh, Mr. Paul. Oh, Paul Orndorff, obvs. He was sending us some Chef Boyardee ravioli. And it's great because, like, Alex is like, I mean, that's lovely of him, but why is he doing it? I said, because we talk about it loads. And apparently, it's a meme. And, and apparently it's awful. It's terrible. And she, but then she's like, why is he sending it? Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> I've never eaten it and I know it's I, terrible. I want to eat it's some been really shit. enough TV shows to yeah, know exactly. it's terrible. I want to eat, some, I wanna eat some, some transatlantic shit ravioli <laughs> at work. Literal shit ravioli as well. Oh, no. As we said earlier, a lovely soft parcel. Oh, oh brilliant! Of beautiful pasta. Did you see that there? We had a nice no, shot. We had a nice shot of sting. That the pasta would be filled with shit. <laughs> but anyway, yes. So, I um, saw there was a disclaimer. I just wasn't fast enough to catch it because my reaction times are that of a sloth. That's all good. Lots to break down there. They had a shot of sting, and in the corner they had a Hulk Hogan uh, wrestling WWF wrestling buddy in the corner. Okay. And it was the first advert well, for WCW World War Three, by the way. They did, but there was a WWF one. He had a WWF title belt on. What? Oh my! And uh, that was the first commercial for World War Three, which oh, shit. at this point the of WWF course. are shitting themselves over. I I don't because... know why. Like as a kid, and I've caught some flack for this. I think a few weeks ago, not real flack, but somebody was like, "Hey, leave off." But World War Three is a kid was an incredible concept. There are three rings. It's fucking insane. There are three rings going at once. Mm -hmm. 
To attend that show live must have sucked ass. Because yeah. attending a War Games live must suck ass. You can't because, see anything. Yes, you're going to see an amazing spectacle match. But the entire night up to that point is they're in that ring, 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 they're in that ring. And depending on which matches you want to see, <clears throat> say you get a front row seat, you might be completely all the way away from the match you want to see. But at the same time, World War Three, it's an interesting concept. There was a, a, a photo doing the rounds actually not too, I think it was like yesterday on Twitter. Rather than a World War Three set up with three rings, there was this... Um, I think it was like a lucha promotion, but it was um, it was a normal height like ring, mm -hmm. and then a ring that was like double the height off the floor, and it was like a lip, so you oh. could like flip from one ring into the other or do whatever. And I thought that was like an interesting concept, but Ooh. World War Three, fantastic to dream about, terrible in reality. <laughs> yeah, it's a concept that's Is that great. Piers Morgan, <laughs> he, he loves himself. Some dubsy dub. Hawkster, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> I hate everybody who isn't white too. <laughs> also, why you, don't you love any, me, Megan Mark? If you've got any dead people, I'll totally tap their fucking phone. <laughs> oh. Incidentally, if you are a uh, a classic review watcher of uh, the the full order and you watch and listen to them all, Crockett. There he is. I told you, there's a Crockett one. There's only two wrestlers in this this watch along that will also appear in the Saturday SmackDown watch-along. One of them is in this match right now. And it's Lex Luger. <laughs> you go for a wee, young man. I'm going to do it. By the time you're back, this match might be done. <laughs> it's only a short and sweet one, but I'll give you the cliff notes when you get back. You just Mr. Chips again. I, no, I saw Mr. Chips. I saw Mr. Chips. I'm going to have a piece of pizza while he's away. So, uh, whilst uh, my erstwhile colleague pops for a toilet... I'd like to take the opportunity to thank you for supporting us on the Cultaholic Classic Podcast. If you're watching this via Patreon, thank you for supporting what we do. We can do this because of you. If you'd like to join us in 2022 for an episode of the Classic Nitro Review, an episode of the Classic Raw Review, an episode of the Classic Smackdown Review, you can. If you'd like your own episode of Desert Island Graps or your own episode of Straight to Hell with Ross Tweddle, you can do that as well. Join us at patreon.com forward slash cultaholic for more details it would be lovely to have you as a guest on the classic nitro review at some point in 2022 if you are free to do so by the way stars just in case you missed them uh sabu and mr jl got one and a half stars for it being about three minutes and 25 seconds and uh kurosawa and road warrior hawk got one star it's about all we got for that i'm afraid that is all we got so this was meant to be Lex Luger and Sting. That was how this was sold to us on Nitro. It was meant to be Sting versus Lex Luger and then Savage versus Kamala, with it, providing both parties win their respective matches, they would then meet later in the night. Now, that is still happening, but for some reason, Sting has been opted... I mean, I get why Sting's been opted out of the match, because Sting has a match later on. But originally, Sting was meant to do double duty tonight. Because Sting was meant to be you wrestling Luger. Have to see a Luger match. I'm afraid you're going to have to see two Luger matches now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, they're, they're no longer than an episode of Coronation Street in 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 in, in, in capituality, in capituality, capituality. We got Richard Hillman driving into comparing that to, to Lex Luger matches. <laughs> Is that what's happening in Corrie? 
No, that was like one of the most famous uh, things. Oh, yeah. yeah. He drove um, Gale off the he drove the I Ford, love you, Gale. He drove the Ford Galaxy into the canal. <laughs> Whilst playing You and Me Always, if memory serves. I can't even remember. Who even sang that? You and, and me, me always. And forever. Uh, oh, gosh. I'm going to have to check that, actually. I, I no, I'm normally quite proud of knowing I was say, you're like a radio that. guy. You yeah, should know this. you and me. I know it's you with the letter me. You and me always. With the letter me. <laughs> and forever. And forever. Um, oh, it's The Wanna Dies. Of ah, course it is. Okay. The Wanna Dies. It's the only hit they had. Big fan of Meng's hair here. Yeah. I think I could rock that. His haircut is much better on Saturday on the SmackDown watch along. <laughs> I do enjoy that, yeah. His, his hair, like when he came back. It's... I'll let you in on a little something that I tell Matthew during that. When I saw um, Haku rock up in the Rumble in 01. Yeah. And JR went, that's Haku! That was only then my brain went... They're the same person. They're one and the same. <laughs> I love that he leaves no WCW as hardcore champion. Yeah. That's my favorite fucking thing is that he was like, well, screw this. It just walks out while still champion. <laughs> he was freelance. He was paid for appearance. He went, well, yeah. Vince wants me over there. So here, Barbarian, hold this for me. I'll be right back. See you later. <laughs> Have fun. We've got, I mean, shit, we've got Sandman and all of that lot to look forward to, mm. yeah. Plenty, plenty of time, yeah, before that. Have you noticed that Sullivan is wearing a full-blown Flash Gordon <laughs> right now? He's like, I'm a good guy, guys. <laughs> Don't worry about my evil eyebrows. He looks Don't worry that I've got four eyebrows and that two of them are lightning bolts. <laughs> and I've also got eyebrows under those eyebrows that I painted on. I thought this match... So oh, no, Luger's got a hungry bum. <laughs> Luger, get a logo printed on the back of your trunks. Think on this, right? Okay, I'm thinking. I'm thinking on, on thinking, his... Thinking, We had Sabu and Jerry Lynn. Yeah. Jerry Lynn. Um, now we have Lex Luger and Meng. They sat there in the meeting and went, hmm, one of these matches can go 13 minutes. The other match has to go three. Luger and Meng, go 15 minutes. Yeah, but that still doesn't excuse... <laughs> this like, should have been the three-minuter. Yeah, but, like, the opening match that Dave rated quite highly, like, I... I, You know, it was all right, but it just felt like it went on forever. The timing of this show is peculiar. Yeah. Really, really up the shoot. Like, these guys should have had three minutes. Especially if Luger's resting again later. Yeah. What's this obsession oh, with trying Meng to make Luger into like a big match machine? Meng's doing a Superman. Good. I he's got his, no, he's got his underpants on outside of his pants. Look. Oh. So he has. What a, what, a, what a unique look our man Meng has. He's got kick pads though. 95 and he's got kick pads. It's a weird look for me. <laughs> the early days of kick pads here, but it looks badass. Like... Kick He's pads. rocking it. Not not Meng's current look. Kick His pads would be uh, awesome. kick pads would be mocked <laughs> quite a lot. Yeah, but I mean, you, you have people that wrestle without like knee pads. Mm. You just stood there in their underpants. They're just trainers and kick pads normally. Yeah. So it's a bit of a look on the indie scene in the UK. Unless you're just on flourishing fire. once more. Like unless you're on fire, I I don't you know there's no gimmick anymore. <laughs> I need to see somebody come down and wrestle while on fire. All I want is people on fire. I'm going to start Fire Pro Wrestling. Nobody's ever come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to just... 
Why is no one come up with a promotion called Fire Pro Wrestling? It's such a good idea. Just set everybody on fire and have a show. Crowd everyone. I think you should everybody's a... in flameproof suits. As long as you make a video game about it as well, that'll be out. fine. Yeah, it's got to be really difficult to play though. It's got to be. It's got to be completely inaccessible for people that have played the 2K games. Yeah, if you, if you're you, so if unwelcome. You, if you didn't grow up with this game, then you're fucked. And also, if you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, even if you don't like it, you have to make sure you tell everybody how fucking brilliant it is. Yeah, if you have uh, if you have no rhythm, you are literally doomed. I, I love Firepro. <laughs> I do. I, I really enjoy Firepro. Uh, I I used to play a Firepro clone. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. But Fire clone. Firepro clone. Um, that Fire no. Like Poundland in like two thousand two. Wow. But, it was it was awesome. It was genuinely awesome. You sure it wasn't Fire Pro? The, no, it wasn't Fire Pro. It was it was a straight up clone because it was all like fake, uh, like fake wrestlers as Fire Pro has, but it, it was nowhere near as polished, and it was American Ooh. themed, and it was, it was you know it, it definitely wasn't Fire Pro, but it was the same mechanics. So I I got used to you know, like using the keyboard and and going that way with it, and yeah. it, it was a lot easier to play for me that way with the rhythm. But when it, I, mean, I hadn't played it in years. And then when we got the PS4 edition through, I think Bandai sent us a copy. Mm. Or whoever released it sent us a copy. And it was like, fuck, like, I forgot. You've got to really be on your timing. you got to be on it. Because like, they go like, slap, okay, lock up, okay, and now. And then and you've got to really get it right. It rewards you more. The more you play and the more it. you suck, the more you learn. The more you learn, the more you get out of the game. And I guess that's kind of... Yeah, that's that's the, the sort it's of Japanese like, mentality, yeah, isn't it, it with wrestling? The, it's like the classic mentality of video games, right? Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog. They've never had save spots, like save spots, like Master System. You go there, you got five lives. You get to level seven, you die. Well, yeah. tough shit. Get back to the start. Yeah, it continues near the end. Sonic Three had a save yeah. feature. Yeah, but Sega Master System, none of that. Oh no, you're fucked. <laughs> no, you're fucked. Save? What's you, that? You got to finish Sonic Two in one go, you yeah. bastard. You can pause it and leave it on for five days. Believe yeah, me, that, I that's tried. About it. Yeah, <laughs> that ruined me, Sonic Two. It was yeah. very difficult at points. Yeah. Like for me, it was mastering like how to glide. The gliders glide. are a pain in the dick. Fuck they that noise. Because so it's like you need to tilt up into the wind. Okay. Tell up in the wind, it just goes. <laughs> no, you died. It took weeks, weeks, and that's only the second fucking level. And they, it's awful. They really it's rank. Like, they really it crank it up. Such a high, yeah, like a, such a high difficulty curve. Just there and then, like, okay, the level's been fine till now, and then all of a sudden, that's not gonna work. And then they released Sonic Chaos, which I completed in about two hours. Right. <laughs> it was just like too far the other way. <laughs> Come on, guys! Triple, 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 triple for the game, Game Gear. Yeah. Okay, we're getting there. We're finding the balance now. Yeah. You know, I did enjoy the 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 eight bit exclusive Sonic franchise that not many people got a look. This in was on. it. It was like you know you didn't have loops. You did. It was it was Sonic. They developed loops by by, by Sonic Chaos. Yeah, by Sonic. Chaos. But they're so clunky. Because the I, they're using, I guess, like a separate animation for going through the loop. Yeah, so it, it was like, it was Sonic, but not as you know it. It was like more Mario-style Sonic. So the speed was still there, but it was very direct, linear, like kind of just go, don't get caught by anything. Yes. But then you do jungle, and you're kind of like grinding on all of those like bars and stuff. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> They were they were a law unto themselves. The Although eight bits on the, games. The labyrinth level, the master system labyrinth level. Oh, I think that's one of my favorite level designs of all time. Like not from a point of how it's laid out, but just the way it looks. 
Mm. Like Sonic underwater needing to get the bubbles. It's the first time you kind of encounter it in the game. The one in Sonic 2? Uh, Sonic 1. Sonic 1 Labyrinth. Uh, on the 8-bit Sonics. It, it, it's like, there wasn't a Labyrinth zone. There is. Labyrinth is the second to last zone on Sonic. Oh, no, third to last zone. Because you go Labyrinth to the Electric City, and then you go from the Electric City to the airship. It goes Green Hill Zone, Bridge. Jungle. Jungle. And then I think you go... I'm going to check this. To the chemical plant zone, is it? No. I'm sure. <laughs> we, there was definitely a chemical plant or like an electricity yeah. zone. Yeah, let me check. Tom, I watched my dad complete this game like 11,000 times. I did a documentary about <laughs> it. Uh, I'll double check. Hang on. You're probably right. You're probably right. Um, okay, levels. Um, okay, six levels. Yeah. Green Hill. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't tell me the levels. Tell me the levels in Sonic. Oh, my. I'll, I'll We're going to do it. We're going to find, find out. It. Well, Luke is getting the shit kicked out of him. It's fine. They'll crack on. Yeah, be all right. You're watching it. You know what's happening. Zones We're just here to add, in add discussion. Sonic 1. Green Hill. Okay, no, no. Sonic 1 Master System. Yeah, bastard. Master Green System. Hill Zone, Bridge yes. Zone, Jungle Zone, Labyrinth Zone, Scrap Brain Zone, Sky Base Zone. I stand a thousand percent corrected. <laughs> Fuck you! I am well and truly <laughs> fucked. I am well and truly fucked off. <laughs> I am well and truly fucked. In fairness, barely anybody. It's the, will, game, it's the Game Gear edition of Sonic, basically. Yeah, Nobody's played it. I will 100... No, I mean, I played it. Well, yeah, I will, no, 100, like, I will any, 100% fuck myself. Anybody, anybody around that time was going, oh, I best get the Mega Drive. Again, always, <laughs> always live to be happy rather than right. <laughs> it's much, much, much easier. Yeah. Much easier. I'm sure they did a labyrinth as well in Sonic 2. Yeah, they did. A, they did a, another one. I'm yeah, sure they I did. know you had in Sonic 2, from what I remember, you had the first zone, which was like the, the mine. And you got in the little mine carts for the master zone. system. Yeah, the underground zone. Then it was uh, the, the, the kind of uh, the, the fucking glidey one. Sky High Zone. Sky High Zone. And then it was like the, the pearly ah, cloud zone thing. Aqua Lake. Aqua which Lake. looked like the cloud one. That was it, yeah. Because the boss in the, the glider level is the bird that shoots shit at you and you've got to keep That's jumping on it. it. And then you go to, yeah, Aqua then it, Lake. Then it was Green Hills Zone. Yes. Which was an eight, which had as a theme music the 8-bit version of Toot Toot Sonic Warrior, which was the soundtrack on Sonic CD. Nice. Fun fact. <laughs> Gimmick Mountain Zone. After that, which was kind of like a metrop mountain, which is kind of like a tr like metropolis. Gimmick Mountain sounds like the most wrestling thing. <laughs> it ever. does, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? Oh, Luger's Lugering up. Then I wonder if, if he's going to beat the member of the Dungeon of Doom. And then the Scrambled Egg Zone. Yes, Scrambled Egg. If you got all the emeralds, you did the Crystal Egg Zone. Mm. If you didn't get them, the game ended and Tails died. Good. Because at the end, you do the credits, good. and you look up to the sky, and you bastard. see the shape of tails in the stars, which which gives the impression that he has died. Why can't you just be Knuckles? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Why can't you be Idris Helder? Double-tailed, bloody <laughs> Double-tailed bastard. Getting in the way all the time. I can't wait. Jumping up. <laughs> and when you need his help, and you do the little move that he grabs you, never fucking does it, does it's he? It's always paggered. Little shit. <laughs> Fucking, oh, Sonic, oh, Sonic. Yeah, you just want Sonic's He's attention when you it. need help with your fucking plane. You stupid Tails. You bastard. Why have you got a plane when you can fly you? No, I love Tails, but I think Knuckles is my favourite because, of course, I'm a 90s kid. You know, Knuckles was badass. By there the way, we go. DQ. DQ. Wonderful. What a finish. He kicked Mane. <laughs>
I'm just being so negative right now. Well, it's a bollocks finish. <laughs> it is a shit finish. Again, when you realize where this is going, it's a bollocks finish. Yeah, there's, Such there's, a bollocks there's not really finish. a lot you can kind of explain away here. Idris Elba is playing Knuckles in the Sonic movie. Mm -hmm. And he did an interview where he said, I don't want Knuckles to be sexy. And it's like, well, why have you said that? Because now the internet is going to internet. Why did you have... If you hadn't said that, you probably would have got away with it. But now you've said, oh, he I wanted, don't want Knuckles to be sexy. He wanted Knuckles to be sexy. He clearly but did. He turned, up, he turned up and they were like, no, no, Idris, no. I thought you were an actor, Idris. You know what we want. And he's like, hey, Sonic. <laughs> and they, they get what they want. All right, Sonic, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking give me that no, Idris Elba immediately. Hello. <laughs> I'm Knuckles. <laughs> I'm the Nucleus. <laughs> yeah, cunt. I really want, like, proper London. I want Luther Knuckles. Oh, sorry, you fucking cunt. <laughs> I really want it. I won't get it, but I really want it. Sonic, you slave. <laughs> get out of my pub. I can't be Bond, but I'll be Knuckles. <laughs> it seems obvious. So, um, Luger and Mang... DQ finish. DQ finish. What did Dave say? What did Dave give it? I'm going to once again go back to about the one star mark, if not dud. Minus one star. Well, I was right, kind of. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's in his safety gear. <laughs> oh, it's WCW branded. Look at that embroidery. Hang on. Paul White is the stick? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? What a revelation. <laughs> I hate Hulk Hogan so much, I'm going to beat him with my monster truck. So, just to, just to talk, so, are we going to monster trucks next, yeah? Um, no, not even not even yet. All right, we'll save it, but I was Oh, wait, 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 we might, actually. Because, you know, we, um, we we saw them charging at each other earlier. We but did. When we get there, it's, it's, it is not that way. <laughs> it is not that way at all. But they were training earlier, apparently. But it doesn't matter, because at the end of the night, unfortunately... <clears throat> This lovely, kind young man you see here. Uh, in his first be, wrestling match in ever. In his first wrestling match ever is going to be through pure jealousy, basically through pure jealousy. Hulk Hogan, who made a living out of talking down about his father, the late great Andre the Giant. Mm -hmm. um, he sees him as a threat, clearly. Look at him. What a specimen this young man is. He's got a bright future ahead of him. He's very nice. Very helpful, very kind, looks very like lovely. Very kind. Look at him smiling there with Mean Gene, having a great night. Right, super excited. This is my first match. Hulk Hogan feeling threatened because he's a measly six foot or something, and he's only got twenty two inch pythons, despite saying they're twenty four. And you know he's never touched steroids though, um, and also just you know uh, he, he's just a he's he's exclusively a fan of the white people and all of that. <laughs> But um, this lovely young man here, right? White. Hulk Hogan. Paul White. Right? Hulk Hogan sees him as a threat. And so he pushes him off a roof. No. Hundreds of feet to his death. I refuse to believe that innocent Hulk Hogan would do any harm to a white man. <laughs> to a white. <laughs> With a G. That's what I meant. I don't know what you're talking about. Look at the big spider web, man. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Right. 
Arn and Pillman. So, <laughs> hey, Chips. potatoes! Hello, I am the Tato Man. Yeah, I'd very much like it if you could. Um, There's Bron Breaker! Can you get me some. Uh, Bron Breaker on the left! It, it does look like Bron Breaker, yes. It was... I'd, I'd very much appreciate it if you could put in a good word with Roy for me, because <laughs> I'm a. Uh, I thought I were bigger than catchphrase and I'm falling on some bad times. <laughs> now I'm being pimped out by Eric Bischoff. <laughs> and it's not, it's not good. It's potato time. He, he pairs me in, in, in crack. <laughs> There's some weird looking white fellas in the front of the row and they make me really sad. <laughs> it's just the 90s, man. <laughs> I know. Weird looking white guys. They're just, just wearing do-rags and big jackets. Here we go. Oh, it's the stinger. <laughs> Orange and black makeup. Mm. A very Eddie Guerrero-esque jacket. What's funny is, on this week's episode of Raw, yeah. um, Michael Hayes has similar makeup going on. There's <laughs> <laughs> very similar makeup going on. <laughs> Is he still Doc Hendricks for you guys? Yeah, or he's still he, Doc yeah, Hendricks. He's, he's handsome, Doc Hendricks. He's running. He's running the Slam Jam now. Do do. He'll commentate on Raw next week. And what a long and tenured commentary career he's going to have. <laughs> Just because Jerry Lawler's wrestling. <laughs> Free bird. <laughs> <laughs> well, Vinny, I don't know. <laughs> sure thing, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when you get drunk and dance on the table at weddings. <laughs> That's the Michael Hayes I love. I would just really love it when you try to drunkenly serenade my daughter to the point my <laughs> angle has to choke you out on stage at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we all want. <laughs> I just really love when X-Pac cuts off your ponytail and then nails it to the wall in the locker room and he gets so upset about it that... Yeah. Ric Flair gets cancelled years later. <laughs> As he fucking should be. As he should be. As he bloody should be. Oh, dear. Yeah, what a weird... Like, this. It was weird that this year that that all came back up. I'm glad that it did. Yeah, it, it, because it, it I remember needed that level of, of publicity to, to kind of wake a lot of people up to it, I think. Because it, 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 first time round... Yeah. It was kind of a bit of a, a everybody rock about laugh. Well, that's the thing. Is like you saw you saw Tommy Dreamer's reaction to it, and it, it's kind of that's how it was trekked for a long time. Ah, it's just mm. Ric Flair. It's like no, it doesn't make it fucking okay though, does it? Yeah. But yeah, I remember reading about it in Power Slam. Yeah. And the and and the the big takeaway from Power Slam was not Ric Flair's behavior. Yeah. It was more bloody hell. Brock Lesnar and Mr. Perfect got into a fight and, they and nearly and nearly yeah. took the plane down. Yeah. But that turned out to be a very minor it's part. The smaller stories that are the most interesting, like Goldust getting a hold of the PA and and X Pac cutting the ponytail, and just like the the like Vince. I think I don't even know if it's that flight, but because uh, I don't think Vince was on the plane ride from hell, was he? No, or was, no. I there's another flight where apparently uh, Vince was that adamant he could take down Kurt. Oh, that was a that was a few and, years before, and, uh, and and Kurt was like, all right then. <laughs> they just they straight up just wrestled like Vince amateur made a, style in the hallway of the fucking plane. Vince made a habit of like <laughs> jumping angle at random what? moments to try and you, take you heard, him you've down. The, you've heard the strip club story, right? With the fucking taking everybody's finishers. No. Oh, I can't remember when it was. Basically, they all went out partying. It was during New Generation era, I think. All right. Well, like the early 90s at least. But like... Vince is like off his face and they're in this strip club and he's like taking everybody's finish 
And then I think the Heart Foundation hit him with fucking a doomsday device or something. And he just stacks it into the fucking hard concrete floor and he's just howling, but they're asked to leave. <laughs> I think something more came of it, but all I remember is just this the, the vision of Vince just being like, yeah, hit me with your finish. Just drunk as fuck in some strip club. Like, Vince always wanted to be one of the boys, wasn't he? He's always one of the boys. But then, well, like, yeah, his, I dad think told him, his dad told him he wouldn't be a wrestler. Like, you're not being a wrestler. There are photos online of him in, like, uh, like, 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 Eight by tens of Vince McMahon there's, as a wrestler. There's shitloads of uh, pay-per-views with him wrestling on them as well, Tom. What? Oh yeah, I've heard about this. <laughs> <laughs> you no, had me then. I, I you had me you, then. I know what you mean. Uh, it, it's it's weird, isn't it? Because it's like, well, I'm I'm kind of, and it's a, it's a shit take because people will like, you know, people always go, <sighs> but like, <laughs> and I go, what was that noise you it, made? It, it's like, it's, <laughs> can I help you? Know, you like, got to be like thankful for Vince, not becoming a wrestler right you've got to be thankful that Vince went into the promotion side of it because without Vince and as much as people don't want to admit this like because you know oh, I hate WWE and like mm. whatever the fuck yeah, without we're, we're... Vince 99.99999% of us wouldn't be watching wrestling full stop no I agree like and it's when, I agree. When, you know when you see people make shitty comments like oh I can't wait till Vince dies fuck that man yeah. that's one you don't wish death on people no matter what they've done. Normal a, sane it's, people it's, don't it's, wish it's, death on other people. It's a TV show, man. It's a TV show. At the end of the day, these are actors. It's a TV show. Mm -hmm. That curtain was pulled a long time ago. So, you know, don't get butt hurt. I get it. But, like, you don't wish for death on the guy. No. And and also, like, when Vince dies, like, what the fuck happens if, if, you know, Vince McMahon dies? Because I don't think he ever will. I think Vince is just this eternal being. It could but, be. like... That that that's the end of like the biggest age in wrestling. There, mm. that's that's the end of it. And it's like fuck. Man. I feel like that. What's he doing? People proper willing for it. It's awful. I can see WWE getting into a position where he's showing off his strength, Tom. By the way, that's very good. <laughs> oh, his bloody face paint. <clears throat> so one thing I hated about Sting was the face paint always came off, and it was like, what does he look like underneath? <laughs> Let's give it five. It's give Steve. it five. You'll see. Hey, Steve. <laughs> I think I see WWE right now getting into a situation where they are a can-do preparing situation. Can do, yeah. They are preparing for the inevitable. Vince, like reach I, of the hand Vince of Father Vince is going to live hundred. Oh yeah, he will keep on keeping people, on. People but are the, like, oh yeah, when Vince has got, it's like Vince's mom is still alive, and Vince will not not work. Vince mm -hmm. is going to work for the rest of his life. We've got another thirty years of Vince McMahon. Like it's 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 not a case. Vince of, is Mr. You know, Burns in every sense it, of the it's, word. It's you know Vince is around for a long time, and and you know you as much as you know we maybe don't like what he's doing right now, and as much as we criticize and you know we have a right to and and you know like, we're not the demographic. We don't, we don't we don't agree with how he handles and fires and hires wrestlers and how he treats them, but at one point in time, that man was gold. And the the reason that most of us got into this shit was because he was gold. Yep. And yeah, man. And it just reminds me, it always reminds me whenever I think of kind of my favorite Vince memories of this era. And it's just, yeah, man. Like 95, 96, all the way up to about 2001. Just, yeah. And then, and, and, and that's all down to like, whether you like it or not, Vince McMahon has been a, a mind behind so much of this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even in companies where he's not there, like his influence is in, is is encouraging yeah. them and look imbuing at, look at, look them. Look at ECW, the motherfucker paid all the bills. Mm. There you go. 
Like Vince, Vince paid all the bills. Vince kept ECW alive because he yeah, knew how important that system he, was. He knew how important the system was, and he knew that there were stars there ready to happen in his own company. Vince is paying for AEW, but also, we can't tell you that. He also trade people off that would then have much better runs in ECW. Mm. You know, like Al Snow. It's true. Al Snow goes to ECW. Boom. <gasps> oh, Flair, get out the ring. Right. You keep your hands off of Arn. Oh, he's touched him, referee. Ring the bell. This ding, ding, is... Ding. One of okay, away from monster trucks. <laughs> what we're about to see is the best part of the pay-per-view. What we are about to see in mere moments is okay. the best part of the pay-per-view. All right. Away from monster trucks. Flair is in the house. <sighs> Flair's tried to get a piece of arm. He's tried to get a piece of Pillman. The ref has forced him into the corner. Flair is wearing oh, his slacks. Strutting, he is wearing his slacks. He is not. He is literally charged out here. He's got a bandage on his head. He's clearly been jumped. Why else would he have a he's bandage? Crying. I ain't fucking leaving. I mean, it's obviously a clean cut because the bandage is very clean. But besides that, <laughs> that that's not a bandage. That's, that's a, a fucking Coke label turned it's a inside ba- out. And it's a to bandage. His head. He's got a bottle of Coke and went eh, eh, and just stuck the label. <laughs> he's bandaged up badly because the horseman jumped him. So. That's all there is. There's no ulterior motive. Sting has warned Flair. That. Did you see that? Sting kind of came in with a bit of a... And Pillman just went fucking bang. And then Sting laid it back in. And it was like, sorry, back on the same page. Cheeky little receipt there. <laughs> just like a quick little, come on, man, hit me. Get, get back into this, you, cla- <laughs> you knacker. Get back into it. Arn, though, man. Can you imagine if we had Arn today? Oh, my God. Arn at even this age today. We got Brock, haven't we? Brock Anderson? No, but just, just. We, I, I Arn Anderson. If we had, like, can you imagine if we just didn't have Flair and Arn? Wrestling wouldn't be as big. But no. can you imagine if they just popped up today? Oh God, be mental. Oh, Arn Anderson will forever be criminally underrated for the 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 work that he did. Oh fuck, forever. Yeah. Because yeah. he was so, he was like, it was all, and it's only when you get older as a fan yeah. that you appreciate the little minutiae of things that back, Arn did. Just go back, like Arn hitting the spinebuster oh. on Taker. Oh, I knew you'd say the Taker one. It's, it's the best one. It's genuinely the just one. the way he just gets in the ring, boom, and then rolls out effortlessly. It's I will watch that motion. gif a hundred times. Roll in, flop up like a fish. Spinebuster flop down and out, and it, it's oh, but it's my you God. see different things each time. It's not even, but it's not even the best Arn Anderson spinebuster. But it's just the timing and the precision of it. And it was like, wait, Arn, I want you back. Come in a, on, in every in every let's sense, do it on, let's do it on. Come on, come back, please. In every sense, we had no idea it was coming. He hits it, and you know what? It's but not the pop. The pop, the pop. Everyone knew what it meant. He hits it, and it's that little bit. It's the rock. Okay, so what he does is he, he one nails it. He props, he props up for a second, does yep. like a little almost Superman esque pose, well, uh, and then rolls away. It's just perfect. I think it, it is the most perfect wrestling move. I don't know move. what it is that makes Arn Spinebuster so good, but part of me thinks it's the slight turn. It's, know, it's the it's the kind of rhythm of how he does it, the beat by beat, because it's like. Up and like kind of thrust out, turn and then down. And it's just, there's just a beauty to it, man. For consideration, for the consideration of the Midnight Society. Yeah. 
Check out AJ Gray's Spinebuster right. in GCW. Okay. I think it's up there. It's sure? it's it is it is gorgeous, and there's and it's been gift it's been gift to to the highest order, and and I know we've got a key moment in this match coming up, but I'm so going to I'm watching it. Go to on find on. a a gift Go of a uh, get in there of a, of a of an AJ Gray spine. Should have done predictions for this. <laughs> <laughs> I loved having sitting there. Thinking, Fuck, we're both seven for seven. How did we do it? <laughs> when I had AJ Gray on Desert Island Graps, I used to blink blank out the swearing. Yeah. And then I had AJ Gray on, and every other word was fuck. And I went, I think it's time has like come. It's kind of me in real life. That yeah, I, I just I, went, I'm I, just going to just say, yeah. would Sorry, uncensored. Sorry, everybody, it's, it's going uncensored. <laughs> I haven't got time, and it loses all its energy if I'm censoring all the fucks that this man hits us with. Because <laughs> it's every other word. He sat in his car having a smoke, and just every other word is fuck. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> God love AJ Gray. Right, I'm, I'm, I reckon if I look up Rich Homie Juice and Spinebuster, I'll find one. Oh. Right, we've got a key bit coming up in this match as well. Yeah, all eyes right here. My all eyes, eyes on me. Eyes all eyes on me. Focused. Oh, Sting, get in the corner. Get to Mr. Pants Man. Get to the Pants Man. It's the only ding, time he's actually going to wear pants today. The twat. <laughs> right. Go on, Pillman. Um, I love Pillman's tassels, though. I'm showing Sam Driver an AJ Gray spine buster on GIF. Yeah, it's nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah, it's that snap to it. It's, it's that, that little whoa, snap. Whoa, whoa. He yeah, knows it's, it's good. Beautiful. He knows it's beautiful, good. Beautiful AJ Gray. He's he is beautiful. he is beautifully. Consistent. What's his Twitter handle? Uh, Rich Homie Juice. At Rich Homie Juice. Yeah, and look, and and he's consistent with it. God it's damn. Consistently oh, gorgeous. Oh my god. It's consistently good. It's with, because the thing with Arn, it's that slight oh, little step. He adds a little sit down in that one. Oh, I've seen that one before. I've yeah. seen that one before. He is fucking God good. Damn. He is fucking good. AJ oh. Gray, fucking good. It takes something to take a move like the Spine Buster and really put that yeah. on it, given that it's so it's synonymous. It's a real with intangible yeah. with a Spine Buster. It's yeah. a real intangible. I, I could there I are probably could wrestlers sat there listening to us going fuck off yeah but uh, you know like for as a viewer it's I don't know like there's there's something when when people just add it doesn't even need to be a spine buster when people just add that little yeah. their own little bit of flavour on a move intangible. it's just like oh Gene Money does a good spine buster as well he does yes he does a very nice spine buster are you coming to North on Saturday? I you... don't know yet. I don't oh, know what my enough. plans are for the rest of the weekend. I will try and be there, of course, for you. Bit of life admin. Because so. it's uh, because it's your final night. It's my last out, one so. as an announcer. And I, I will try my hardest to be there for you. It's... So, there it is! Fingers crossed. Oh, oh you beauty. Spine booster! <laughs> <laughs> if not, I'll probably come out of retirement in a year's time. <laughs> it is wrestling. Forever! It is wrestling. Forever! Forever! Until JCW needs somebody yeah. to just quickly pop out for a little I'm bit. I'm with the Juggalos. <laughs> I want us to do Gathering of the Juggalos so badly. If NXT UK offered me a contract, listen, we are listen, talking. Listen, uh, just, 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 just. You're not leaving us for NXT UK, <laughs> yeah, if he wants, If he wants a month. <laughs> he wants a month. Gonna have BT Sport for once a month. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just put, I'll book it off on holiday. <laughs> Well, if you were to get that, if you were to get that, that would be incredible for you. I like, wouldn't blink. Incredible. Oh, I wouldn't blink. Oh, God, yeah. Of course you wouldn't. Like, would not blink. Not a chance, mate. Mm. We would, like, genuinely. It'd be incredible. I'm a bit fat, which is why I won't get it, but it's fine, because they're very much on their image. Spanks, mate. Spanks. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, Spanks ain't covering most of this. Yeah, but five it'll do Spanks. A, it'll do a good job. But... Five Spanks. 
Oh, a, 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 a quintet of spanks. Yeah. And a, then a slightly, a quank, a slightly a quanks, wider if you will. spanks for, for the old chest area, and you look ripped. <laughs> I'm gonna look, you look square. I'm going to look like Peter Griffin's... <laughs> you look like Peter Griffin with just his legs. The Money for Nothing video. <laughs> just really, really square. Uh, just take him off at the end of the night, and it's just like flubber. <laughs> <laughs> what a night. Oh, I wouldn't blink. I wouldn't blink. No, God. Absolutely not. Hire me for a one month day a month. That'd be lovely. I'll come down to London. I've got mates I can see in London after. It'd be a lovely time. Give me an ex give me a paid trip to London. I, my, one of my goals is I'd I'd love to to do some sort of even if it's NPC, I would love to do some recording for a game. Really? Yeah, more than anything. And you did that last well this year just gone. So like, yeah, it's it's shown me that it's attainable. Oh, so I'm mate, hundred like, percent. I really, I can really fucking do it. Really, really want to do it. <laughs> let me, let me speak to some people. But I, uh, yeah, I, I kind of want to. I want to just see if I can do. Uh, maybe eventually, maybe like a, an audiobook or Ooh, something. Oh, nice! Like just slow, just small little goals, and then build up to something like an audiobook where it's All like doable. huge. Oh, doable! But like, yeah, I, I kind of. You do voiceover already. Bit. Well, that's it. But I, I'm very kind of in infotainment style, so I want to be able to. Push it a little bit. Just do into your that own. New... Just, just do the next voice over your own way. Hello, uh, <laughs> this is the ten meteorist wrestlers in I'm Sam Driver. WWE history, and there's two from ECW, but WWE on them now, so it's fine. Don't worry about that. The best voiceovers are the voiceovers that don't sound like their voiceovers. Number ten. There you go. Shane Douglas. <laughs> I'd listen to this shit. I'd, sl I'd fall asleep to this shit. Oh, what a sexy <laughs> man! <laughs> oh, that's I a wanna, bad miss. I'm gonna throw that belt down. When he threw that belt down, and he believed in himself. Sound like Adrian Lewis. And he looked up. <laughs> he looked up at the up, up at the ceiling of that arena, what well, that symbolised. And he was like, he, he said, "Saw that Dennis Carolusa on that," and he was like, "Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> you fucking shit talking me. Fuck you." <laughs> oh, no, I'm gonna throw that NWA title down. Man. He's going to fatpie.com. Throw now. it fucking down. Under Devo. <laughs> fucking Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fucking. <laughs> You've got I into, like you've, rusty titles. You've gone into Panathinaikos <laughs> Bear here. <laughs> Panathinaikos Bear duty. I'm just going to do a whole video like I'll, uh, I'll do. i do it. I, I'd watch it. <laughs> Top 10. <laughs> I'm just going to do the rest of the podcast like. Oh, no, the referee's counting up. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, he's shaking him. He's proper shoving him. He's just, slap, he's just slapped him on the ass. Right. Here we go. Tassels. Best moment of the show. Best moment of the show. Best moment of the show. Tag. Oh, 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 fucking. Uh... Here I come. I'm Ric Flair. Woo. Fuck you. It's fucking Sting, man. How many times are you going to fall for this shit? How many times are you going to fall for this shit? And uh, he's like, Sting's laying it in and Pilman's just smashing him from behind. You're three on one, man. <laughs> it's fucking ace. You're done. Get out of there. Get out of there. Steve, get out of there. It's so fucking good. And his face paint's gone. It's so good. I wonder good. what he looks like without the face paint on. <laughs> Told you you don't have to wait more than five minutes. It's so fucking good. No, like... It's so is, good. It's... Like, the thing is, that's a shock. It's a good shock. But, but the crowd at the same pop. time, the crowd pop. The crowd fucking made it perfect. Pop. But it's like, they just slapped their every. Uh, but it, it's, you know, I. Uh, 
It's, it's so it's, good. <laughs> it's almost Russo-esque in how cliched it is. The fact that Flair turns and the crowd goes, ah! <laughs> like, fuck you, Sting. But like, oh my God. But Flair stunning. was always better as a heel, man. Yeah. He was always better as a heel. Stunning. Absolutely Oh, stunning. here comes the balled up hot dog wrappers. <sighs> I think what enhances this. Yeah. Is, and, and, and again, I've seen this match. Like, again, Halloween Havoc's new to me, but I'm yeah. not. Uh, but this match I've known about, and I've, I've not watched the full match until today. But that spot we still I've got seen. My, we still got my favorite match oh, ever to oh, go. Oh, but, yeah. to come. But, I, but that spot, right, is, yeah. is immense. Because, mainly because it's so unexpected, but also because watching Nitro week to week, uh -huh. even the commentators were going, Sting's a cunt for supporting yeah. Flair. Yeah. Like, even yeah. Bischoff and yeah. and and um, Mongo were it's going, only a matter oh, of time before he's an, he betrays you. He's an idiot, he's yeah. an idiot, he's an idiot. And they and were he's right. like, no, I believe in him. And Flair does the whole kind of, oh, I'm a changed man shtick. It's Ric Flair. He, he, come on, Sting. Oh. Come on. Genius, genius, so undeterred by, look at by the turn. Look at Hawk. He's like... <laughs> I like watching like, wrestlers on a yes, phone. Yes, uh, my, dream, my dream tea for a day would be uh, I like tomato soup and on top of that, um, <laughs> maybe on side, a couple of steaks. I, don't, I, I enjoy pizza, but it's too bready. Too I like bready. watching wrestlers use phones because they always <laughs> look like they've never used a phone in their life. It's like when they're watching TV. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Don't trust Flair. Oh, oh, beautiful. Arn wanted to be like, yeah, for catching that. But <laughs> the best part was he didn't catch He's it. Smiling, they bumped though. into each other and it caught it as it landed. It caught in the hair on Flair's back <laughs> and the hair on Arn's front. Like Velcro. Stunning. Are you going for a pee? Yes. Fair enough. I shall enjoy this promo from Arn, who is... Mm. Yeah. Mm. The angriest and sweatiest. I hope you're having as lovely a time as we are watching this, by the way. This has been a wonderful evening. Mm. And if you are still watching, we are one hour and 42 minutes into the show. At f and 42 seconds, 43 seconds, 44 seconds, 45 seconds. So we have another hour left on the watch along, and we're having a good time with it. So thank you very much. I believe. Oh, it's another hour and okay, it's another hour exactly. Almost just 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 under an hour remaining, and we have some good stuff to come. The Nitro we're going to watch next continues this particular story, and. Tony Giovanni is absolutely right in his outrage. <laughs> absolutely right. They all were. They all told Flair what an idiot he was for doing it. They all told Flair what an idiot he was for doing it. And he didn't listen. What, what can you do? What can you do? There's no honor among the horsemen. But we have three, and they're going for four. And we're going to reveal soon who the fourth horseman is. Now... It's somebody that wrestled on this show, but before the cameras went on. Fun fact. Fun fact. Before our cameras went on, anyway. 
Um, for those who want to know the scores on the doors, uh, that particular match, how many stars do you think that got, Sam? What a perplexing situation here in Detroit, Michigan, Lex Luger. You appeared to have the match in control. You had Ming set for the torture. Three and three quarters. I was going to say three, but I mm. I felt that might have been a bit too... Uh, Every time you go for a piss and come back, Lex Luger's on the screen. As it should be. As it should be. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Lex Luger's job is. <laughs> the magic of Luger. Do you not think it's always... I always find it quite funny how like Sting and Lex Luger are best mates, but Lex yeah. Luger looks like the singer Sting. Little bit, yeah. Like, like, Lex Luger is, is fascinating because it's kind of like he just sort of fell into wrestling and emerged out the back end a multi-time world champion or whatever. With like <laughs> Without truly getting it. Yeah, I or feel. like or wanting or caring. Mm. It's just sort of like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, it's, that was cool. Something I did. He always looked lost in promos. Yeah. He never looked comfortable doing but anything But then he slammed like Yoko on the Intrepid, and it's still like an iconic moment, right? The Lex Express. Not he anymore. He never travelled in it. Not anymore. Do you know why? Why? Because on Monday Night Raw this week, they had the debut of Ahmed Johnson. Yeah who turned up and slammed Yokozuna in one go. The first thing Yo Ahmed Johnson ever did in the WWF, step into the ring, slam Yokozuna. Boom, fuck you, Lex Luger. So they've just gone, fuck off, Luger. Wow. Ahmed's, this is Ahmed's thing now. Look at him, he's having a cry. Yeah, he's sad about it. He's very upset. And, I, and, and, and I, it was done to get Ahmed over, but I can't help but feel it is a little bit of a... Oh, for sure. A little bit of a yeah. fuck you, Luger. But at, at the same time... Ahmed like, did it with ease. But how cool is Ahmed Johnson? Mate, on Raw... I fucking I thought oh. he was so badass when I was a kid. On Raw I this past he week, so he is the fucking bomb. My God, he's amazing. He looks like a million dollars on Raw when oh, he debuts. He looks like a world beater. Just Not only is there a bit where he slams Yokozuna, Bulldog charges the ring to get a piece of him. Ahmed turns around as he's running at him. Bulldog fucking stops. Yeah. And goes... Because Bulldog like, knows he's fucking But Ahmed world like beater. a unit. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd have, I, you know what? I'm a bit trigger happy with shit like this. I'd have put the title on him there and then. Yeah. There's your boy. <laughs> to the moon. You've you've done more with less. To the moon with Armour Johnson. Yeah, he looks, he looks exceptional. He's mm. like threatening. You can believe that he would be a viable contender, right? Yeah. As long as you don't make him talk too much. That was always where he fell down. You where he reminded me of his uh, WWF Warzone promos. Oh, no. When he's actually reading off a piece of card. In, in a very amazing. echoey room, mm -hmm. which, which adds to the, the difficulty. <laughs> but he's, like, he's like, sorry, Ahmed, but it's true. He's on the Warzone game, right? And he's, he's clearly on a green screen, but they're putting him into this foundry. Yeah. But he's very clearly in a small office because it's <laughs> bouncing back like he's sat in a toilet cubicle. It's, <laughs> it's awful. Like... The sound acoustics, the acoustics are awful. Oh, mate, it is time. Here we go. Listen. There's the shirt that belonged to my dad. Remember this? <laughs> Remember this shirt? It was my dad's. <laughs> Burst through, First. The, burst through in the place where the water was not hot. Forgot about that. Yeah. It's not hot. <laughs> there he is in his pants. <laughs> like he's just got out of a spa. It's ridiculous, like. 
<laughs> Hogan for no reason has a bike now. <laughs> I don't let him die. Oh, oh no, Black Beauty's done. Oh no! Protect my bike at all costs, brothers. Right, we'll be back in just a second. I'm just going to quickly make sure my PC's turned off. Oh, okay. I'm just thinking, I, I, I worried that I'd uh, not set it to turn off properly. Oh! I was uploading something, so I just want to double check. Oh, no worries. No worries. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. Well, I'll watch the build to the man becomes the machine. And the machine becomes the man. <laughs> I mean, the monster truck element is an interesting one. Because I don't think it was necessarily required. <laughs> but we're getting it anyway. I know that we're both excited to watch some monster truck shenanigans. At WCW Nitro. Still haven't said it. Still haven't said it. Hogan's still now walking out with a broken leg. That's your last. I know. I had a, I had a wonking great piece last. So that's your last piece. I'll put it to the side for now. Clear the table a bit. There's a woman! Yeah, easy, everybody. You're not going to hear any more chewing. Aw, but that's the best part. <laughs> People like it when I do the live reactions because I'm normally eating and drinking wine into the chew. microphone. <laughs> <laughs> they love it when I do live reactions on I the Carlton I do my commentary all the time for it's North. It. It's exactly. Just, here is just... I'm always getting <laughs> battered and eating because I'm normally so busy. I'm just having my dinner whilst doing, some, doing the work. some crinkly ASMR? Go on. Mayan. Is that mayonnaise? It's a garlic and herb dip. Garlic and herb dip. Like garlic, garlic and herb dip. Garlic and herb dip. Like that. That is the sound of. That is the sound. Oh God! Of garlic and herb dip. Your hairs are gonna bristle against it and everything. The garlic. Right. Garlic and herb dip. So how many matches we got left? Let's taking the turnbuckle the pad off in it, commentary form. Is it this and the main left? This, then we get Luger and Savage, and then the main. Wow. We get a little buffer you between. Wrong. It, it's flown blind. It, uh, it has flown blind. Zipper Rooney. It by. has flown blind. It's flown blind. Yeah. So we got this. We. Oh, they're making the truck. Say the fucking line! I'm not saying it. I'll do it for you, mate. I'm gonna have to go overboard with it. Oh my fucking. First, the man becomes the monster! Oh, that is... And then the monster becomes the That's not the Bob Chandler I recognise. I'm going to cut down the internet. Yeah, cutting it down. The old lumberjack himself. You stuck a knife into our hearts when you put that video on the goddamn internet. Stuck a knife in my heart. Do you realise? The tale has ended so badly so far. I don't think we can really talk anymore about old... Uh, if the Virginia... Old solitude. If the Virginia board see our house... <laughs> he wasn't wrong. He wasn't fucking right, wrong. It's a fucking tip there. Right, the, the horde is... Yeah. I, if you don't know what we're talking about, just don't worry. 
Don't it concern was, yourself. It was a strange old time, time gone by. It's it was it's it was still very much an ongoing thing, but it it, it it's it's taken such a dark turn mm. that just if, if you know what we're talking about and you haven't read up on it in ages, just leave the memories alone. It was a lol cow that walked beside me for most of my adult life that is no longer here. I just it, it, it's for me it was it was just fascination. Yeah. It's like the the most possibly the most documented person, the most documented person on in the, history in the history of the in the history of the world. Yeah, the, on the, the internet, like the folks, the most famous kind of internet person. There is more famous. written about about. Christian Western Chandler than Shakespeare. Yeah. Think on that. Well, uh, Christine Western Chandler. Sorry, Christine Western Chandler. Heaven forfend. Yes. Christine Western Chandler. But that's enough about Chris Chan. <laughs> it's just a topic if we shouldn't be talking with about. Us, we'd be talking about uh, it, we but... shouldn't be talking about Chris Chan. No. With everything that's Who's your favourite lol cow now? <laughs> Mine's Dark Side Phil. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. I was not expecting to go to lol cows tonight. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> shit. I like it when he snorts into the microphone and then asks us for money. <laughs> the camera's on. DSP. Camera's been on the whole time, huh? <laughs> oh, no, he did a Tommy Tank on the internet as well. <laughs> I have invited him to do Desert Island Craps, and he hasn't replied to me. I, you know, Phil, Phil's got a lot, lot to do. He's got a lot to do. <laughs> He's, He's got a lot. a lot, you know. Here we go, anyway. I'd love him to chat about wrestling with me for a bit. I, you know, it'd be interesting hearing what Dark I want to hear his side of things. Thing. Right, so here we go. Here's what I'm saying earlier. You saw them charging at each other. Right? Why are you stopping me talking about lol cows, Sam? Because it's just not a good look, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good look for either of us. Fair point, uh, well, mate. Like, let's, let's, let's just focus on the fact they're now welding the trucks together. Now, so is that Chandler again? They promised us that this was going to be a sumo-style no, battle. So what they're going to do is they, they've, they've attached a frame to the base of each of the monster trucks. The trucks are then welded together, but then obviously chained and everything and screwed mm -hmm. together as well, but the welds are on there. And now they're joined at the front. So what this means is the most powerful truck or the most aggressive driver will win. If you're prepared to take risks, you can, you know, if they're braking, you can shove a But This basically, here we go. We're off to the races. And oh. we're off. Go, 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 go. And taking the first corner here is neither of them. They're going back and forward on a lovely wet roof. <laughs> And look at Hogan. <laughs> Doing look a lovely drive. So we're on the roof of Kobo Hall, which is now the TCF Center. Right. Which is which is a, a fifth of a mile away from the Joe Lewis Arena. And what's its capacity? Uh, the capacity of the of the Kobo Hall. Hang on a second, I'll get that for you. Of the T of, of the TCF Center. If they were to hold an event in it, it'd be twelve thousand. But there's no event in it right. tonight. Here just an go. event on it. <laughs> Look at this. Okay, so you can see the other drivers. You can see the actual drivers in the car. This, as a kid, I remember like getting this on VHS. But I remember it was like holy shit. It was in like a best of, like one of the things you get, you know, from the paper. You'd save up your little weekly tokens, and they'd send you a free WCW VHS. <laughs> but the, you can see the drivers very clearly driving the truck. Yes. But yeah, the, the goal is sumo style, shove them out the ring. At what point did they go, I'm not sure if this is a good idea. <laughs> I, I think... That <laughs> or they committed this, to the bit all the way through. I don't through. think this was a bad idea, given the era, given yeah. the time and the target audience. I think that like this, for me, like as a kid, a few years later than this, watching this back, it was like, fuck, this is cool. I've just noticed Hogan's uh, truck's got the World Heavyweight Championship on it. Of course it has, because even the truck is the champion. Jesus. Even his truck is the best truck. 
But these are uh, these trucks were developed and designed by actual uh, like Monster Jam, yes, like proper they were. official Monster Truck people. Was it the people who built Gravedigger? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. In fact, I, I wonder if I've still got my notes. Uh, the details behind the Look at Hogan. These. Not even try. He's just like, hello, I'm talking to the co-driver. Look at me, gun. Oh, oh, no. Almost. You only got the back tires out. You got to go all the way out. Oh, I want to see Terran Fuji pop up and flip them both over and be like, <laughs> been getting into sumo. It's, go on. It's, it's a fantastic you? sport. Genuinely fantastic. I, I, can't stress how much I've enjoyed watching Sumo, like over this last oh, year. Nice. It's phenomenal, mate. It's so good. Um, Giants monster truck is Bigfoot Eight, which is a Ford monster truck built by Bob Chandler. Right. Uh, in in nineteen eighty nine, it's obviously had a little bit of a, a repaint. They kind of the Dungeon well, Doom the, logo the, slaps. I, on I it. believe the way that monster trucks work in lineage is that it's it's more like they have the first one, then they develop another one hmm. that's more powerful, but the shells kind of. Um, the shells are like the bodies of them. They're, they're kind of like, they're always similar in style, if not identical, if it's a very famous monster truck. But like, obviously here, they've they've been themed around Dungeon of Doom and Hogan. But you, like say a grave digger will always look like a grave digger. It'll just be slightly more modernized and more powerful. And oh, oh! We exploding, exploding so barbed wire death ring. No, no. Exploding barbed wire death ring sumo monster truck match. You have to get all four tires out of the ring. Right. So Hogan's beating back tires out twice for now. So Hogan's on the back foot here very much while the giant is cackling. <laughs> See, they say they have ambulances on standby, but here's the thing. The Bigfoot uh, has a revolutionary, innovative, state-of-the-art design, uh, which is designed uh, with a, a computer-aided tube chassis, cantilever shocks, which give the truck more travel and it helps, helps to soften the impact of landings on the driver. So the drivers in these trucks are safe as houses because this is a new design from the monster truck people to make sure that the drivers remain safe even it's in the event of an impact. They couldn't, it's a shame they couldn't develop his suit to save him, isn't it? <laughs> For what's... Uh, That's what we're going to see. Oh, no, here he goes. He's, he's trucking up. He's trucking up. I like He's how... trucking. Oh, my God. He's only bloody gone and done it. Oh, my God. Hogan refuses to job even in a monster even truck. Even in a monster off. truck match. Hogan ain't jobbing. Listen to that pop. You can hear the Joe Lewis popping. <laughs> That's not even a, an arena feed. That's live from <laughs> the air. And the giant can't believe it. Hogan. Hogan. No, no, giant. Leave now. Leave now. Get out of there, buddy. Don't, don't bother. You know, and Hogan's going to try and say this is in self-defense, but I'm sorry for what you're all about to see here, folks. This is one of the most sickening displays of, of Hulk Hogan's behavior. You know, we use the term burial a lot, but this is quite literally a burial. Yes. This is literally a burial. And I mean, yeah, as I said, Hogan's going to try and spin self-defense. The giant was trying to shove me off the roof. You're Hulk Hogan. Yeah. You're supposed to be nice. You'd no-sell the roof. prayers and vitamins and milk and <laughs> shit. Fitness not murder, not premeditated murder. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> no. Listen, the infamous call, though. Let's just listen. Dead. Gone. <laughs> Fuck Help! you, Hogan. You knew what you were doing. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, I know the bit you're reaching for. I think you might have a bit of a weight oh, for the line a bit in more particular. Of a 
I know the one. I know the line you're reaching oh, for. Oh, we'll have to wait for it. Well, we've got a lot of stalling here. Yeah, obviously, because they've got to get from the roof of Kobo Hall, because it's definitely not, you know, it's definitely live. Considering a guy's uh, <laughs> just died, they're all very calm. Bob's just like, this happens all the fucking time People at Monster Jam. the roof of Kobo Honestly, Hall all like, the time. The, the, the finals of each Monster Truck Derby is, is on the roof of an arena. Fair play to Heenan, who is genuinely this might, is this it here? acting his head off. Not quite yet. He always knew Hogan was a murderer. <laughs> he knew all the while. This is the Netflix cut in, isn't it? And it just cuts to Bobby Heenan going, I fucking knew he was a murderer. I'd be impressed if they did cut to Bobby Heenan. I mean, they obviously recorded it in 95. Mm. I was going to say. Back when it was VHS post. <laughs> <laughs> It was, wasn't it? Netflix. It was CD. It was DVDs, DVDs for a while. DVDs, yeah. And Love Film, remember, before Amazon Prime. Do you remember the story that the company that would become Netflix offered to buy out Blockbuster? And Blockbuster laughed them out of the room. Uh, well, no, nah, we'll be here forever. I, I, I don't think it was a buyout. Initially, what happened was a Blockbuster CEO was presented with, you know, we should be looking at streaming. And he went, nah, it's never going to take off. Uh... And... Within years, Blockbuster's dead. And it's like, ah, man. And it's such a shame because Blockbuster's such a classic brand, but. I wonder whether they cut out a lot of the stalling there. Because I remember they stalled for quite a while. Well, we still got a whole match to go here with a lot of concern talking. And oh my God, what happened? Oh, uh, uh." that's true. (laughs) Garbage being thrown at (laughs) Luger as Mr. Chips comes in. (laughs) Luger just always doesn't look like he knows what, he doesn't know what to do. It's, it's just, yeah, it's weird with Luger, isn't it? Because it, it's like, he he is every part the wrestler, but it just it's just kind of like he's reluctant. Yeah. Like nobody's ever quite briefed him on, on things that he might want to know, and he's just kind of sucked it up and went, all right, then I guess I'll crack on. And it, it's just, it's weird. My mom fucking, I think I've said it before, my mom fucking loved him. Really? My mom still loves Lex man. Luger. No, but like she she just loved him as a wrestler. She loved everything oh. about him. She thought he was like the perfect like babyface hero type character. And I kind of get it because, you know, he's he's well built and he's, you know, a cool guy and everything in his original run. And when he slams Yokozuna and it kind of started to take a good turn. And But I'll never forget like, yeah, just I, she fucking loved Lex Luger. She's the biggest Undertaker fan in the world, though. My, like, my, the biggest Undertaker my fan My dad is, is Undertaker. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's not a wrestling fan. My dad liked Undertaker. My dad liked Bushwhackers. Yes. Yeah. So that's why when I got the chance <laughs> to interview Bushwhackers, I'm like, I'm interviewing the Bushwhackers. I don't care if it's a one in the morning. your dad to a fight. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, so, and I, I said it to my dad, and he said, this is the best thing you've ever sent me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll have them. <laughs> I just it was I it was one of those moments where I was like I'm really chuffed to have this job because I was just like that's a great opportunity because my dad will always whenever we talk about my work I go hey the bushwhackers how are they doing so it's a chance for me to actually yeah, ask the bushwhackers ask, how are you doing hey my dad, my dad asks how yeah. you doing Gary we're doing all right <laughs> it's like dad you keep asking now you know they're doing all right and your dad just turns to you and goes but when are you gonna get a real job Tom? <laughs> Yeah, when are you going to get a real job, yeah, Tom? Proper, he's, he's been waiting seven years for you to get a proper job. When are you going to settle down and start a plumbing business? <laughs> <laughs> get into the wholesale business like me and your brothers. 
You know our family's wrists are just made from clearing out you, Ben. We're double jointed. It's a waste, son. It's you're a waste. A, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a waste. You're a plumber, son. You just don't know it. You kick down your door on your 11th birthday. You're a plumber, Thomas. I'm there. I'm there. I'm a what? Showing in my videos of me talking about. It's flying in. <laughs> you're a plumber. <laughs> your Uncle Vernon looking confused and scared. <laughs> Get no post on a Sunday. Let come to the plumbing school with me. You're a plumber. Oh, oh here he is. What's Jimmy Hart doing out here? He's out here to do some squeaking. Yeah, baby. What is this all about? Jimmy Hart was another one. It, it, it was surreal, like walking through WrestleCon as we were setting up. Like we got there like an hour before doors to yeah. set up our table or whatever. And like we're just walking around, seeing like, oh, who's going to be where? Because everybody had their little name plates, like the little bits of card on the table, going, oh, this is where this guy is, this is where this guy is, this is where these people are, this is where this is. And there's just me and Gene, and just we're sat walking there. past, and he's just talking, and it's the voice. It's just that's his talking. It's like how he jumps so out, gifted with such a beautiful voice, Gene. Like it's it it was mental because I, I didn't even see him because we were too busy staring at fucking Billy Gunn who was like 11 feet tall he's massive isn't he like the, and he was in such amazing shape he was stood there with Al Snow and I was like who the fuck that's Billy Gunn and Al Snow what the what and then just behind them is Mean Gene and it was like what that, that's I just heard Mean Gene speak in person that's amazing that's so and cool. I was like marking the fuck out over it I was just like Mean Gene Oakland, that's amazing. Like, the voice of childhood, and then isn't it? Jimmy Hart, the the next WrestleCon, it's just Jimmy Hart, just hearing him speak. It was like, God, man. Or like when I met Jr. for the first time, and he walked up, shook my hand, and I just froze because it was like, Hey, how are you doing? I'm Jim Ross, and it was like, You're the voice. Like of my, my brain is just going, You're the voice of my childhood. I love you so much. You're fucking Jim Ross. You're Jim Ross. Oh my god. You're fucking by God, by God, Jim Ross. What the fuck? And just like, Yeah, hello. Uh, I'm Sam. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, it's amazing. Like, it, it's just crazy. I, I really hope at some point you get to come and, and, and do a wrestle call. I would love like, to. It, 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 it's, it's hard these days because, you know, it, it's actually a lot easier for us. Like, we get a lot of people going, oh, why aren't you coming to this? Or why aren't you coming to that? It's like, it's actually a hell of a lot easier for us to do our coverage from here. But at the but same like, time, if there's I ever the chance this. to do a wrestle, like a proper US based wrestle con, I think you would get very much the experience I had where you're walking mm. around and it's like, oh, it's that guy from the 90s. Oh, shit. Oh, God. It's it fucking... And like I remember when Jack came like hurrying back to the table. He's like, Scott Steiner's here. And I was like, Scott Steiner's here. And he was like, he just sat down with a duffel bag. And this was like halfway through the day. So he was like late it's for some reason. Drugs. And he wasn't very happy because he must have been delayed or whatever. And he got there a bit late. And he just put the duffel bag down on the table and he's like, and then he just pulled an apple out before he got any of his much. I just pulled an apple out and he ate, and he's like, I'm not even kidding. He ate half a fucking apple in one bite. <laughs> and it's like, you just, the image just got started, just going, <sighs> pulling out a massive cooking apple and just going, <sighs> one bite, just takes half of it. It's like, shit. Hello. Hello. Stop watching now. Yeah. Right. So, funny thing. What timing? I know. Right, right, by, right by the end. Right by the It's 8 p.m. here. We could be done by now. <laughs> we could be done by now. So, as we are watching Halloween Havoc, WWE Network goes down. 
And yeah. so everything stopped at our end. So hence why the sudden stop in proceedings. We've asked you to stop. So we have it back up and running. Yeah. We're good to go. Yeah. So we are going to continue at two hours and seven minutes exactly. Can you pass me the bottle opener? I'm I time certainly my bottle can. opening in get... time with you going three, two, one. Oh, nice. Go. I like it. So I'm going to give you a second to get to two hours and seven so we can get back on where we were. On go, we're going to press play at two hours and seven minutes. On when go. You the bottle. Ready? Three, two, one. Go. Look at that. Perfect. That's the one. Perfect. And we're back. Hey. And it's as if nothing happened. Yeah. What are the chances of that, though? The network going ridiculous. down whilst we're totally doing ridiculous. it. ridiculous. It's incredible. I guess it has to go down at some point. Well, I oh, thought yeah. this is where we get Peacock in the UK. <laughs> they just announced the deal immediately. It's all on there. It's a good news story for tomorrow morning. Savage just savagely beating down. Network dies. Details soon. He's a bit like a Christmas tree with those pants, is Savage. He came out to this without his um, coat on and all this. None of that jazz. Yeah, that was it. Like T-shirt. It's like, you know, how wrestlers can kind of be about their bodies. Maybe Randy got backstage and was like, I just need a slice of pizza, man. And then he was like, I can't go out there without a shirt on. I've had a slice of pizza. Luger's cheating. <laughs> And Jimmy Hart's distracting the ref to it's stop. It's been very casual referee distractions tonight. On on all accounts, it's just been very ref. Are you telling me you can't... I need you to pick up my paper in the morning for me. It's getting delivered to your room. And also, Hart's why was... It. Nice. Why okay. was why was Jimmy Hart distracting... Is this... They're playing mind games, presumably. Oh. Well, Hart came down after both to know music, didn't he? Like in a bit of a yes. conflicted manner. So Savage picking up the win there, which means now it's time for the monster to become the man. <laughs> they blasted through that match. Five minutes and 23 seconds on that. Are you sure? Because it felt like about 25 minutes. <laughs> I know, right? With a massive pause in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> the longest match. We made it extra long with the closing of the network just now. But uh, yeah, that's so weird. Weird energy in that match. Because yeah. heart coming down... Hart obviously has no, at this point, no no friend in either camp. So why he was out there potentially seemingly costing... Scouting. That's what he's Luger doing. The match. That's what Jimmy Hart does. Jimmy Hart's a smart man. Attach That's yourself to some popular wrestlers and you, you'll never... Well, no, he, he, couldn't, he couldn't account for that. But attach yourself to some wrestlers that are big and popular and you'll always be in the limelight. So do you think he's, uh, he's considering a life after Hogan at this point? Maybe, you know, maybe he's caught wind that Hogan's feeling some negative. I mean, Hogan has just murdered a guy, so you can't blame him for, for you know, exploring his options. Hogan, <laughs> Hogan, has, just, rolling Hogan, his has, eyes. Just, Hogan has just murdered a guy. <laughs> so oh. it's oh, Bischoff's oh, oh, call oh, again. Oh, oh, oh. Michael Buffer. So where's Bischoff gone? I wonder whether they've cut the line. This is great. Yeah. That's great. That's actually great. You like that bit? Yeah, I, I just... Just Heenan showing some level of concern. But, yeah, I think we've missed the line. It's, it's got to have happened. There's no I think reason they've they cut have, it. There's no reason they would have cut it out. It's one of the most ridiculed, brilliant lines ever. It seems like they might have done, because Bischoff's no longer there. 
Hold on. I thought it was Heenan who said it. No, it's it's Bischoff, it Bischoff who says, says it. it. Heenan pro Heenan prompts it. Bischoff answers so it. So the line we're Heenan... talking about is is Bischoff goes. But what side of the building was it? Was it the uh, uh, sorry? What side of the building was it? Was it the street or was it the river? And is it Bischoff that goes? Well, one side's pavement, the other side's the water. What's the difference? Yeah, what's the difference? And it's like well, a massive. <laughs> A massive well, he amount might, of difference. He might survive one with a lot of broken bones, but he definitely won't survive the fucking other, Eric. <laughs> one side's the concrete, the other side's the river. What, what's the difference? Although it depends how high up they are, because from from that height, water is like concrete when you hit it. But surely concrete is more like concrete than river. No, but depending, if you reach terminal velocity and you hit water, you it, it's if you think about water has a surface area, so mm. you hit it. That the harder you hit water the harder the water is on impact. So if you reach a point where the, there's no coming back, you're at terminal velocity, which they're clearly not that high. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I can see the river, you can see the water level. Even from... then, that, that's still like jumping off maybe the time bridge. It's going to suck. If you oh, land, yeah. If you land flat, you're done. You're like, that's just like pancake. I mean, you must have belly flopped before as a kid in a swimming oh, yeah, pool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucks. It sucks. But like from like 100 feet, so Forget if, about it. So if Paul White had maybe switched to like a, a perfect what, see, dive. See, what you don't see here is that Paul Paul White actually does like, you know, like a triple inverted fucking... He goes all Tom Daly whatever. on us. Yeah. <laughs> lands beautifully. Let's show a man dying Here we again. go again. Greatest snuff film ever. You're clearly, clearly not that bothered if you you're know, happily showing the death again. That's the, the, giant, the Giants just teasing him. You know, the Giants are like, oh, I'm going to throw you off, Terry. I'm going to throw you off, Terry. And Good Terry's like, not if I throw you off first, brother. Good bit of banter between us Look at this. Look. Whoa, 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 whoa. Dead. I like how Hogan tries to catch him. Like, he's the strongest man in the and world. And then he's like, oh, my God. Help. Help. I like that he's got a little logo here. So he looks a bit like a priest. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, suddenly you get religious. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, if you're out there, uh, help him, Jesus, brother. The Holy Spirit turns up and goes, oh, well, well, you want Jesus, do you? Fucks off. Like, well, screw you, Terry. What do they say to Bobby to make him go back? Holy Spirit in his Hulkamania armbands. Uh, what do they say to Bobby to make him come back? Bobby went off to try and get information and he's come back. He still hasn't got any. Basically, what will have happened here in, in a real life setting. I'll talk to the truck. Is, is that hard to find out? I'll show you how to get to the building. Take a cab around the building. Oh, and look at it. The You'll see there will never be another one like him. Never. What is going on, please? The greatest. He's so good. The absolute greatest. We both have no, you're not like I am. You don't care. No. <laughs> you don't care. You can care less. Yes, I do care. Well, it's this. It's, care. it's just the ad lib in, man. And as a kid, I was so absorbed by this man. I mean, I mean, I don't know why they're stalling. Because the crowd are, are being made to feel like this is a real thing. Right. If the crowd are sitting there with the house lights, the house lights are waiting and waiting, and they're going to start questioning it, going, did he actually, is he all right? Oh, no, he's obviously here. <laughs> well, everyone's gone to the loo. I'll never forget that fucking WrestleMania 32. Ladies and gentlemen, the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. And we all went, literally the entire room went, 
ha, <laughs> got up, got halfway out the seats, and all you heard was, if you're some, and every, it was like watching ants across the way just go <laughs> back into their seats, and we're like sprinting back down, holding in piss, just like, it's the rock, it's the rock. Can you imagine? It's the fucking rock. Can you imagine being at the urinal at that point? Like, hearing, if you're some, there were people, but it was like, it was immediate. Like, we were halfway down the hallway, and then, if you're. Bang! Straight back out, oh my and God. it was like fuck. I nearly missed the rock. I nearly missed the rock. I could never live with myself. Evil Hogan. Hogan, do you want to ask what Jimmy Hart was doing just now? After he'd watched the giant die. <laughs> Look at Hogan though. He's like, I just killed a man. What of it? Yeah. Motherfucking giant. But he's smiling on his t-shirt. I killed a man. Like Krang. I slammed his daddy and I murdered him. You said you were going to bury him. He, you he, did. He technically did, yeah. He's all right. You, know. you, you fulfilled your obligation. I'm Why are you never sad? Threw, I'm amazed Triple H never threw anybody off Titan Towers. Like, genuinely amazed Triple H never threw anybody off Titan Towers. I mean, he, he, in theory, Towers. he orchestrated it because we had that money in the bank in 2020. How do you feel about Titan Towers being no more? Oh, it's, it's sad, isn't it? It's the end of an era. It's, I get it. You know, they need to modernize, but it, it's just a shame. I always liked Titan Towers as a thing. It's but then it's it, just it, an iconic building. I, I kind of hope I can see it before it eventually gets knocked down. Mm. I'd love to still see it with the logo there. It'll just become a car park, I presume. Just walk up to the front door and be like... Have they moved to more sort of casual premises? No, they, they've got a real fuck-off fancy new building. Ah, oh, nice. Like in downtown Stanford. I thought they'd done like what Metro, Metro Radio have done and just moved this is, pizza punks. This is what I'm going to do to all of you little Hulkamaniacs. <laughs> One at a time off Kobo Hall like Enoki. Queue up and I'll throw you Cue on Kobo up, Hall. You assholes. The accident. My ass, Terry. Fuck off, Hogan. Fucking accident. Oh, no. No, yeah! he's evil. He's evil and he's here. I'm he's not alive! dead. I'm not dead. I'm not dead, he keeps saying. I thought they could have at least Bring covered it. him in seaweed. <laughs> at least made him wet. Bit of pavement. A fish. <laughs> he spit a fish out. He's got a paving slab, gorilla glued to his front. <laughs> Let's get ready to run. Buffer made these feel so special, man. Hogan looks shit. Proper heel Hogan here. Look at Paul. Heel Hogan. Hogan. Look at him move. Poor Terry is not happy. Can you imagine, like, how how different things would be if if like and I, I don't mean this to sound horrible because it's going to sound horrible but can you imagine how different things would have been for Paul White in terms of his career trajectory had he stayed this shape and size yeah like Vince would have fucking died like because he wasn't this far off you know when he when he joined but like the stuff he was doing in WCW coming off the top rope like it's just nuts a guy like you look at a guy like Vader and it's like fuck me he can move but like somebody the size of Big Show mm. somebody the size of the giant the size of Paul White you, you you don't expect it from somebody that big and it, that's what made him so threatening as a kid I was like fuck he can do everything but then it comes He's down terrifying. to what Vince likes in his big men yeah. which is don't do all that flying shit but this is it you're it's a big like, man if, if you would no but if you would just let him do it I get it, it's intensive on the body don't have him do it every match but like can you imagine if, if Big Show just busted out a moonsault? Yeah, it'd be amazing. It'd, it'd be, like, be amazing. What the fuck? This week, by the way, 
is the 21st anniversary of the big show defending no. the WWF no. title against Viscera. No. No. 20, 20 years. Don't. 21 years. Don't. And, Don't. and it finished with a drop Don't. kick off the top. Don't. Hey! You said! I am. You're so sad Viscera didn't win the title that no, night. I'm... Yeah, me too. 21 years. 21 years. 21 years, mate. I remember that shit like it was. I remember yesterday. it well. Uh, the sound. Oh, of you your went voice. for the slam. He's going for the slam. Evil so Hogan. Went very for much an evil a theme slam. is I slammed your daddy and I'll slam you too. Chucked you off but the roof, it, mate. He goes straight in there for the for the body slam. I like how Hogan has got the evil eyebrows that the sun, that the taskmaster yeah, has. Yeah, he's got the, the taskmaster brows going on. Yeah. But I, I'm just living for the fact he's got the lightning, man. Like, it, it's like a, a tease of things to come. Mm. And something that he was doubting whether he should do right up until the evening. Literally. It could have been Sting. It could have actually been Sting. They had then, Sting ready, didn't but they? But then what would have happened? Mm. Who the fuck is going to be the person that takes down the NWO? Who's going to be the silent watcher? Hogan. Who's going to, like... Hogan. Yeah, but it would it would die so quickly if yeah. Hogan was on the other side of the fence. It's But then Hogan would just go, ah, it was never going to work anyway, brother. But I think it was Sullivan was like, oh, well, you know, like, you better have a you better have somebody ready because he is going to back out of this. Like, his his he's all up for it, but his lawyer and his team and his manager... They're not going to like the look of this. Like, he's not going to sell any merch. He's mm. not going to make any toy money. He's not going to... And little do they know, they go on to invent the most iconic shirt outside of the Bullet Club shirt in yeah. wrestling history. But it is the most iconic, obviously. But, like, the only thing that came close, I'd argue, was the Bullet Club shirt. Yeah. Obviously, Austin 316 as well. Austin 316, the NWO shirt, Bullet Club. That Neville shirt. The I guess... The Cruiserweights one. I'm just trying to think what else might have sold like that kind of level. I mean, of shirt. I mean, anything, anything with John Cena on, like Cena's their biggest. Cena's, merch I mean, Cena will have shifted a lot. Jeff Hardy will have shifted a lot. Mm. Like, I mean, fuck me. Do you remember going to house shows in like 09, 2010, mm -hmm. and you'd have like a Poundland face paint kit, and it was like 38 quid because it had Jeff Hardy's face on it and kids were like, I want it! Get yourself some Jeff Hardy face paint. And the kids were like obsessed with it. Like the Ray masks, like the, the cheap knockoff Ray masks that even like get sold at... Oh yeah, most indies I've worked at, they'll like, always sell masks. Like it's, it's crazy how much kids resonate with certain things. But like this was... The NWO shirt was just... It was like a revolution, wasn't it? He made more money than he could have ever had. And hoped. then Austin 316, I mean, shit, they didn't even market that. It just became signs. But it's great, and isn't it? And signs, and signs, and, and then the shirt, and then that was it. That's all you could see for miles. It was just a sea of Austin 316 and other wrestler 316. Like, it was... Fuck, man. I'm kind of jealous I'm not on the other side of the fence here. I love WCW, but... <laughs> You're getting to some phenomenal times. Oh, we're, we're still trudging through the mud at this point, though. But you're getting... Oh, we're getting there. To, you're getting to the... First thing I want you to do is to get that piece of crap out of my... Oh, next, my next summer. God. Next summer we've got that. So that's Lucky quite bastard. Yeah, but we've we've been through the ringer to get there. We've I had, know. We're coming out of 95. I mean, we, we, don't, we don't really have that much of a rocky road. We've got a lot of shit paving the way, but then it just upticks. And it's an uptick forever. And it's, it feels and it's like consistent. Forever. It's consistent, it's, if nothing else. In its presentation, it becomes almost okay. Mm. Because you, you get used to it. You get used to the WCW way of thinking with how they present it. 
And WWE's way is so different, mm. which you discover. But, I, you, but you're right to go back to it. Like, like Hogan's look here is great when you know how reluctant he was it's for just, what was to come. Because this is huge because he, he did away with the colors and it was like, oh God, like what's happening with the Hulkster? He's not the same old Hulkster. But like, fuck me. Like the NWO shirt, I remember I wanted that so badly. I was, I just, I needed it. It was like, I, I, you needed to feel like part of that club. Mm. It's the same with the Bullet Club shirt. It's, it's just weird. Like you, you wanted to feel like you were part of it as it was happening. It was fucking strange. There was a weird bit there where, where Paul White looked like he was going for a suplex, and Hogan almost told him, "No, we're not doing a suplex." <laughs> Lighten up, brother. Which, which shows. Oh, what the fuck was that gonna be? I don't know what it was, but he landed on his hip badly. Like he fell off a banana peel. Yeah. What? Because I think Hogan knows that Giant is green as grass here. Oh yeah, and, and he's going for some big bits, and Hogan's like, "No, keep it simple." Do you, like, I I don't know where it comes from in my head, but you know when Hogan hulks up and he does the point, mm. I'm sure at some point in his career that point was followed by a crowd going, "You!" Very late. I was gonna say because I I couldn't remember because I was like, I'm sure it happened at WrestleMania X8, and then I watched X8 and it was like, no. I think it's oh, I think it is late. Is 02. it like, like is it post Mister America shit? I think late 02, early 03, around Mr. America. Maybe yeah, even, maybe even I, post-America. I, that, the you made it so much more with mm. the crowd just going, oh, you. And then it would just be like, he fucking... But just, the you was much later than you I, think. I, but I remember my mom, like, she would be like, what? Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair, like, what? They're old men. And it was like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Like, at the time, like, as a kid, it was like, fuck me. He's, like, indestructible. Still, like he's the guy. Still, wrestling, and he was, and everything he did was nothing was revel nothing was like over the top. Yeah, dangerous. It was all very simple stuff simple, that he did. Plodding and 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 just it connects. Mm -hmm. and that's the thing. It, it it is that the the visual signifier of just that, just the shaking alone and the shake in the head as he's getting slowly to one knee. You, you couldn't help but just get absorbed into it. It was fucking mental. That's the dream as a wrestler, to be at a point where you got a style that doesn't wear your body down. It's like, but you're the over rock, like The Rock over. got a standing elbow drop over as the most electrifying move in mm. all of sports entertainment. And every single time he whipped that fucking elbow pad off, I lost my shit. Yeah. I, I was getting the game and you could, for the first time in SmackDown 2, was it? You could take, take the off pad off. And he'd throw it and it was like... <gasps> like... Oh, physically man. take like, the pad off. It's the theatrics that just... I, I don't know if they're missing anymore or if I'm just too old for it. But oh, it, no, it's, I think it's they're that, there. It's that kind of... There's not been anything that's connected with me since the people's elbow, like mm. the, the, the tear. But we're of a different era. Bear that in mind. Like, because yeah. we watch it in a very different way to a lot of younger kids who are going, but, three, two, one, I, Claymore. Yeah. Like that, stuff I, like that. I don't... I. I can't think of a of like Cena having something like the the you or the shaking or the yeah the yeah you can't see me oh the you can't see yeah I guess everyone yeah. said you even they hated him they're going you can't it's see just, me it's not like drawn out theatrics I guess that's what I like well, it was like drawn the, out in the, the sense that he threw his heart he did the he did the the blue thunder bomb and then he threw his heart and hand in the yeah, air yeah but but Hogan down. but he, he, it, it came from a place of being below with Hogan. And right. that's why I think it, it was, it was rather a comeback because it was like, it was like, oh, you've pushed him too far now. Like now the real Hulk's mm. coming out. And it was like, fuck. 
And then he goes on to be a racist and ruin your childhood. But, you know, it, it, it's... But apart from that, it's all fine. Yeah. No, it's a good shout. I think we consume wrestling in a very different way. So I'm very aware that... Because obviously you've got Brian with the yeses and the no. Oh, Bri- and, Bri- yeah. yeah, well, there you go. Daniel Bryan, but yes. It, it's it's still... I don't know what it is about the hulking up. It, it, it's, it always comes from being below. Mm. And it, it's that moment where he finally snaps as if he's got that secret gear that he can call on, but he can't call on it for very long, so he's got to conserve it. Well, nobody else really hulked up, did they? And that's it. Yeah, like, well, it was very much his thing. But, like, mm. it's, it's, I don't know what it is about the fact the that it's up. called a Hulk it's up. It's still, even now, when he does it in this match, I'm still going to be like, like, I, I don't mm. know what it is. It's like Pavlovian now. Mm. It's weird. It's, yeah, it's, it's called a Hulk up. Yeah. And, and it always has been. Yeah. And like, so whenever a wrestler does something like that, they call it a Hulk up. Yeah. So it's that's in the lexicon because it's traditionally Hogan's thing where suddenly he stops feeling the pain. But look at him. How do you, how did we ever think this guy was fucking cool? He's got a skullet. He's got a <laughs> shit mustache. He doesn't even have the mustache here. He's like, always looked this old. He just talks about fucking praying and vitamins and milk. And like, he, it was it's no, just like, a different time, man, isn't it? I think the weird thing was as well was the fact that he was he was doing the Hollywood stuff sort of at the same time as this. Yeah. Whereas The Rock went away and did it. Yeah. And it wasn't on TV every week trying to get himself And when The over. Rock came back, it was very much, oh, you betrayed us. Eventually. Yeah. It, it, it was, you know, I... I the Rock was such I, an I, I, I knew character. The Rock would be in some films, right? Like, I think we all, like, cause obviously, he went away to do some films. He did The Mummy 2. Then he got the Scorpion King, and it was like, okay, that's cool. He's going to be an actor. I never pictured him being the biggest star, the most famous person in the world. No, me neither. Like, he had the charisma, Mm. for sure, but, like, it's just... Fuck, man. Like, who... There's going to be somebody this generation that does that, too. Who transcends the industry. But who's it going to be? Like, how, how do you guess that? How do you see that? Like, Becky Lynch, maybe. Becky's a good shout. I'm trying to think who else... I mean, Sasha Banks was in the Mandalorian. Oh, here we go. Yeah, Sasha, obviously. Oh, he's getting bear-hugged. He's fading. He's fading. What's going to happen? Bron Breaker in Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) We laugh. But it could be Mojo Rawley. Like, you never know. It's fucking crazy. Like, all of a sudden, boom, they've landed a role. Boom, they were really good at it. Boom, they've got five. Batista. I never pictured Batista in a film. No, and, and now he's a Marvel now guy. He's, he was in a fucking Denis Villeneuve film. He's in Dune, man. Like, oh my god. He's in an M. Light Shyamalan movie. He's he's just like it Coming blows up. my mind so much. But then um, then you got the pacifier. <laughs> <laughs> They're all home the, runs. The chaperone. Ah, oh, bless Triple H trying to be the next rock. Wait, what was the pacifier? No, the pacifier was Vin Diesel, wasn't it? That was it. Yeah, I was thinking about the chaperone. The chaperone was the one where Triple H was a school bus yeah, driver. With, with the girl from um, Modern Family. With hilarious consequences. <laughs> but I oh, liked how... Fading, the, the, he's fading. I remember The Rock. We, we, we might have talked about this, me and you, where oh, The Rock came back. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. No. This is it. No, Boom. it's not. I need the full shake. I need to get into the knee, Hulk. Go on. I need the getting up to the one knee. That's the thing that does it for me, is just that that first step as he's shaking. Here he... I don't know why it ah. still does it to me. I just don't know why, but it does. It, it just reminds me of a simple time. That last time. burst of hope. 
That's it. That's exactly it. It's like, well, this is it. This is it's do or die now or never. Pressing triangle, and, isn't it? And he he just fucking goes for it. And Does he do it here? And you know he's gonna win. You know, you, like it's like all the triangle, times. triangle. There we go. Here we go. A little bit too theatric this time, but here we go. Crawl around a bit more. Do some shaking, Hulk. Oh, here we go. Here we go. The one leg. And two legs. And here we go. He's charging around. He's shaking that skull. The giant doesn't know what the fuck to do. Oh, you. <laughs> so then we get block, punch, block, punch, punch. Punch, 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 punch. It's all in the mind. Irish whip, if you want to test me, kick. Show you a fight. <laughs> Things I'll teach you, I'll show to beat you. Nevertheless, you'll get a slam from teacher. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. Giant's knacker. <laughs> Finish him. Oh, <laughs> Irake. He slammed the giant. And down he goes. Big pop. Huge pop. I mean, it's it's echoing one of the most famous, what well, the most famous moment in wrestling history, right? <gasps> Leg drop. What? Oh, Jimmy! We didn't see Jimmy do it, which is very good camera work from Dub C Dub. Yes. We didn't see Jimmy do it. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Even hopes Jimmy, now, like Jimmy, 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 get, Jimmy, in, Jimmy. get in here and sort this mess out, Jimmy. So even at this point, we're still doubting. But Jimmy's in black. He's in all black. But when, then so when, is Hogan. No, but when's Jimmy in all black? When Hogan is. They well, match. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they do match. They match. <laughs> They're matching. Oh, <gasps> there we go. Jimmy, Boom. Jimmy, you bastard. Uh, oh, you. <laughs> you, 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 you bastard. No, me. <laughs> right, a lot happens in the next two minutes. Yeah. A lot happens, yeah, so you've got to pay go. pay attention. A lot is about to fucking happen here. Refs down, Taskmaster's in there. Get friends out here to, as he's chopping the back of Hogan. Oh, listen to that crowd, man. Savage and Luger out to save the day. Boom. Get Savage. The But meanwhile, in the ring, Luger's turned heel. Who the thunk? What the fuck? Who but the Yeti! But Luger's heel! But the Yeti! What the fuck? Yeti! And here it comes! He's bombing Hogan! <laughs> the one come here give me a hug Tom come on <laughs> the move the move described <laughs> the move still going the move Jimmy's described by Dave Meltzer as and I quote a kinky sandwich he's not wrong he ain't wrong Mr Meltzer you are Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Not wrong. I'm sure the internet will tell you you are, though. Torture rack. Oh, I fucking love the torture rack. Oh. Right, they planned that bit and went, this is a good move to do on Hogan. I don't know why they wouldn't have had the Yeti come out and <laughs> had some gear for him and have him tear away the bandages. The- because that would at least be sort of an iconic reveal, right? Tearing away everything and then tearing off the face to reveal a mask or whatever. <sighs> it's so weird. I love the torture rack, man. I love the torture rack. But let's not lose sight of the, the double bear hug from the Yeti and the Oh, giant. yeah, yeah. We, we can't. I mean, it, it's... <laughs> Just a dirty, dirty sandwich. He's walking like a mummy. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Yeti. Oh, my God. You can see his sweaty mouth. You can see the Yeti's sweaty mouth. Oh. Ah, it's well, not that's... going to stop him. You going to take the belt off him, Michael? That's where they're wrong. <laughs> that's where they're wrong. <laughs> the bloody yes. Oh, I'm Look so at his naked upper lip. Look at him broken. It just destroyed. The Yeti felt like a great idea. <laughs> that's Good idea at the time. The Yeti! The Yeti! What a Yeti! State of it. <laughs> just fucking ridiculous, Just utterly fucking ridiculous. I mean, there's the leg drop around the world. Boom. And there he is. Just quick tap. Popped him. It was very well done, that. Very yeah. well done. They, 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 the camera angles, I, I, do you know what? I kind of don't want to give WCW the credit they deserve. I think it was accidental that they didn't pick it up. Oh, yeah. Because the way they blundered it's, the Luger it's heel the, turn. It's, it's the type of thing you definitely show on video is, is that. But at the same time, in a way, maybe it wasn't because you, you, it's that initial confusion of did the referee trip, did what, and then out comes the help, and then boom, it's a solidified turn. And it's like, well, okay. Dave Meltzer writes... Yeti is, isn't supposed to be a mummy. <laughs> Who'd have thunk? <laughs> but it's supposed to be an abominable snowman. They got it half right. He was Dave fucking, can he be was abominable. funny. He was abominable for sure. Dave can be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like that from Dave. Uh, well, how many stars did Dave give that match? Dud. Two. Mainly for the post-match. <laughs> Too mainly for the post-match. He loved the Yeti doing the doing I mean, the, the, the backwards Hart, hello Jimmy, on Hogan. Jimmy Hart turning, I guess, you know. Yeah, I mean... One of Hogan's biggest confidants. I think you you tried to cram a lot in there. You had the Hart, the Jimmy Hart heel turn. You had the Yeti! 
saying? Of course. And then you had Luger heel turning. Yeah. There was a lot. So there was a lot going on. It's like AEW double debuting people except terrible. Yeah, a lot of moving parts. they nailed that. <laughs> yeah, they did that because they gave it both things time to breathe. Yeah. Rather than this everything. was just like, ah, and, 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 and the idea that the Yeti didn't burst out of the ice here blows my mind. Yeah, because it's like, what, is this is this fucker being sat backstage? You know, two thousand years old, I never thought defrosted of what he'd been doing. in the locker room while Buff Bagwell's just there, you know, hanging out <laughs> like fucking. What's your deal, guy? And he's just like, he's been he's been out for nearly a week. He's been on fucking tour bus. <laughs> Took a flight across country. The Yeti, first class, bandaged up. Like, surely it would have been more impactful to have him go. Out of the fucking thing there, had that set up in the graveyard area, have him then stomp down. It'd be like, oh God, what's this? And then you could excuse him being bandaged up because it's like, well, who is it underneath? Mm. It's this huge reveal. Who is it? I think it was their grand plan falling apart very quickly. Was they wanted to probably, they wanted the reveal of Giant Gonzalez on the last Nitro. Yeah to build to this then Nitro but then he wasn't available for Nitro but he'd be available for the pay-per-view so they went we'll do a little something now ladies and gentlemen it's the man who chloroformed the Undertaker <laughs> yes basically and they thought but it'll be fine because we'll do a little tease now and then we'll bring him out of the pay-per-view yeah. but then he's, he's, he's <laughs> vanished so we haven't even got him for the pay-per-view anymore yeah. so we've done this big tease for somebody that's not debuting and there uh, you go producer um, Ke Keith Mitchell Keith Mitchell working Lakers. on that so I must. That was my first time ever watching Halloween Havoc, and I had a lovely time. <laughs> I think we've had so a couple bollocks. of beers and some pizza. The beers and the pizza have helped. It helped a lot, yeah. But it was oh, that was a lot of. Do you know what? And also, fair fucks WCW. WWE never do credit sequences. No, because credits dictate that it's a stage show. I I think um, there's a weird line with WWE where it, it it's presented as reality. So why would you have credits on it? Because you don't have credits at the end of a football match. That's so you true. don't have credits at the end of a sporting event. Whereas WCW, their credits are at least all crew. It's not like, you know, Paul White Starring is the Paul giant. Starring Paul White is the yeah, giant. It's like, it's, you know, like the WW, uh, WCW online, the post-production, the tape facilities, the electronic maintenance, production mm. manager, unit managers, helicopter services. Yet a keeper. It, you know, it's all of the people you would believably credit because they're all at ringside. They're all there. They're doing their shit. Crockett. David Crockett's obviously bankrolling Bit the company to many fans' mind. And, and you've got like... It, it, yeah, it, it's weird. It's weird. But uh, we're through it now. We did it. Brighter did days it. are on the horizon. <laughs> you say that. <laughs> There's a lot of shit to come first, oh, but we're getting there. Deep, we're getting there. Deep shit to come first. Thank you for watching. <laughs> Halloween Havoc 1995 with us. Until we are back together again, he is at Lester Fine on Twitter. I am at Tom Campbell on Twitter. Together we are at Carlton on Twitter. Oh, what's the difference? There's a river and concrete. <laughs> it's the same thing. You'll see us once more, but anyway, have a happy Christmas. The happiest Christmas in the history of our sport. We're out of time, folks. We're out of time. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs>